Hey, hey, hey. Oh, old Silver right here. Yeah, this is called uh, getting super high in the garage and coming up with what you can come up Literally, with. Literally, all I could hear was boo. And then just getting back on that jigsaw and f***ing bump starting into the this hole. This guy came up to me, this local guy that spoke pretty good English. He's like, some guy cut his thumb off. And I'm like, really? Like going to Freemansburg and letting off nine times. <laughs> you know I'm I can guarantee you, you could go back through every ounce of footage you have. And you didn't never hear me let off the screen first. Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Buell Motorcycles. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Faldi, and media mogul Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fans, welcome back to another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show. Tonight on the show, we talk with the hill climb cop, Adam Shelton. As always, the Nitro and Mud Show is brought to you by Extensions, Lace Belt Company, Mueller Motorsports, Rutted Racing, Golden Eagle, Log and Timber Homes, Black Diamond MX, Team Peterson, and Hydropower. Joel, Colby, we're back at it another week. How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good. We're doing Woo! real good. Oh, Joel? man. Joel, what's up? Uh, the only thing that's dirty over here is I got that damn hash mark in front of the temperature on my thermometer. I'm not happy with it at all. <laughs> yeah, it's cold as oh, shit around here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're three slashes minus a hashtag of 20 below this morning, so that, that sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But hey, on the bright side, I sold the van, dudes. No, that's awesome! Finally sold the van. Woo! Yeah. So I'm nice. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So that's that's the news in my life right now. That's a big highlight of my week. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the new Nitro Pilot Mobile gonna be? A Prius or what? Uh, I wish. I wish I could afford a Prius. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 2007 Chevy Silverado. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you leveled up. I don't know. I had a 2015 Silverado before the van. Okay. And All right. then the mm-hmm. van. Now I just figured I'm I'm done doing payments for a while. I'm just going to – I just bought whatever I could with the leftover money from the van, and I'm settling. I'm just going to awesome. settle. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. And truck payments suck. They do suck. They do. Oh, my they, God. It's I ridiculous. Did ridiculous. you cons- – did you consult Stuber Auto Sales for this purchase? Uh, not on this one, no. He doesn't deal in pickups too often, so I okay. have to have a pickup. Yep, gotcha. Yeah. And the guy, you. the shop is literally three blocks away from my house, so. Nice. Family friend, another family perfect. friend, so oh, it's all good. Nice. Oh, that's Stay good. That works out. Yeah. It works yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All well, right. welcome, oh. welcome back to truck, pickup truck land. Yeah, thank you. That's I'm, right. I'm happy, <laughs> happy. Yeah. Now Mo's going to have you gotten all kinds of stuff and hauling it over to the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had a built-in excuse before. Now you don't have no excuse. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Uh, all right, Joel. Let's bring him in. Let's bring the guests. Oh in. man, I've been waiting for this Get one this for a while. In. Race fans, next up. A Cali cop that knows how to drop the hammer on an extended bike. We've heard of the Gus bus, 
He could be the Shelton shuttle for all the rides he's given. <laughs> this dude has a passion for hill climb and a heart the size of California. Ladies and gentlemen, from Manteca, California, the number 87, Adam Shelton. <laughs> Woo! What's going on, guys? Yeah! Going Here on? we go. Oh, double applause. Double. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's merited. I, I can dig it. Hold on. So, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling out the red carpet for this guy. So, Adam, <laughs> as a Cowboy alluded to and me, uh, you were a police officer and retired, correct? That's correct. I retired uh, this year. This year. Well, oh, really? From, last year. I'm from, sorry. It was last year. From Nitro, the badge. from Nitro and Mud, we want to thank you for your service and making your community a better place. And, uh, man, to retire uh, a successful police officer like that, that is huge. And uh, thank you for all your time, effort in that community alone. That is awesome. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank yeah, you thank for the you. recognition. Very cool. Uh, I got questions. <laughs> oh boy over the last couple of years did you have to deal with any shenanigans result you know and with looting and all that stuff well, i work for the high patrol we we're the state police in california so you oh know, that's we, good i got called up to a lot not in not a lot they took most of the young guys i'm an old guy now so they <laughs> took a lot of the a lot of the young guys go up to sacramento for the protests and stuff like that but uh it, it was it was all in all pretty peaceful around here um Good. We didn't have to do a lot. You know, we, we did, we're short staffed like everybody else. So we did a lot of uh, overtime because if, when the guys get called up to the riots or, or I should say protest, you know, we have to backfill because yeah. we, we have responsibility to the, to the community. So right. you know, we're already short staffed. So you did a lot of overtime and I don't, I don't do overtime. I don't like it very much, but right. you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I bought a motorcycle with the overtime for the fires uh, in paradise if, up by Chico. If you guys remember those back, what, oh, 2019. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I made, I made enough to, to pay for my my KTM pretty much outright. So, Woo-hoo! But, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, you know, <laughs> it ain't free. You got to be there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah working twenty four uh... hour shifts was was brutal. Oh, balls! I yeah. bet twenty four well, hour shifts. Cow. We were Man. getting there at five in the morning, getting back or let's say twenty two hours, getting back at three in the morning, oh, sleep my... for five or six, and head back up. So, oh my gosh! gosh. Yeah, you heard that. You earned that KTM. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but now I'm retired. I'm 50 years old and retired. So, you know, it was, a, it was a good show. It was it was a good run, but I'm not disappointed. Now I get to come out and do what I want to do. But it's great. That's awesome. Know? That's awesome. awesome. Man. Well, yeah. and that's where, where I met you was racing. And I've just had so many racers talk about you on this show personally and you've been you've met so much to so many racers it's so freaking cool but for you adam wh- where did it start for you wh- where did you find the passion for hill climb what wh- what what first got you involved well you've been out here joel so you know i mean i grew up in carnegie our nice. local park and if you nice either you learn how to ride hills or you go to hollister i mean that's pretty much it. <laughs> so <laughs> you know i hung out with a lot of guys that were you know they that's all they did they drove from from hill to hill and nice. so I was, I was fortunate. I, I picked up my first 500 when I was probably 17 or 18 from my neighbor. 
Didn't even wow. know it, it was a 500. I knew that he had a bike. He's a little guy. He did not start it. So I got a 1985 <laughs> CR 500 for a thousand bucks in 1990. Wow. I think. Oh um, wow! And it was on from there. You know that I rode that for a couple of years before um, I hung out with some of the local guys that raised Naha, um, Danny and Jeff Bernicell, and they. They had all their bikes extended. I thought they were the coolest guys ever. And I used to love, you know, I was 18, 19 years old. I'd go out to Carnegie and and drink, you know. <laughs> go out there and hang out with those guys and drink beer and have a good time and be part of their crew. And I guess it just it, it went from there. You know, I think I entered my first race in 96 after I got the job and I could finally afford it. Cool. And, uh, you know. Then I just kind of progressed from there. I never, I was like an also ran, you know, I, I sponsored all the local guys with my entry fees for years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they all, they all owe me. <laughs> but, but I didn't care. You know, I just loved it. I just loved being a part of it and, and having a good time. Oh, so cool. So sweet. I, I mean, it warms my heart just to um, hear what Carnegie is means to so many people. And, I know what a fight is. it is there to keep that going, Carnegie. I mean, there hasn't been an easy year for you guys ever to keep Carnegie up and going. And it, it really bothers me just being a part of a community, you know, a couple thousand miles away. If people only knew the impact, the positive impact that that place to ride bikes had on young people, old people, families. I mean, everybody. That It's just such a positive place. I think that it would get tons of government funding, you know? Isn't it just sad that, how, how hard you guys got to fight there? It it still is. It's still everything you just said and more. I mean, yeah, they've closed down some free riding there, and they've made it more single-track oriented for uh, – it. they do it for erosion, that's what they say, but they're doing it for to, to appease the politicians and the environmental people. So they don't want you to be able to tell it's a park when they drive by. So the right. more they can keep people off the front face hills, the better. And I get okay. that. Um, yep. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand what they're doing. Right. But, um, yep. you know, we're very rain restricted, as you know. Yeah. Um, for all you racers out there, we're not, we, we are at a bit center now. So if we have a race, it's going on. No, they don't have to close. Or we don't fall within the uh, the state's guideline for closing the park now. So, oh, nice. You know, cool. nice. we might have 40 people stuck on that uh, clay hill, but, hey, you know, get out of the way and the next guy can go. You'll get down eventually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did that oh, almost man. happen to you, Joel, out there? What was that? Did that almost happen to you out there? Oh, everything's almost happened to me in California. I've had some, I've had some hairy situations out there. <laughs> uh, it was the return road that was the problem. Now they fixed they're, that. They've actually yeah, that is uh, that's like one of the, yeah. You could take an ambulance up the return trail now. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, basically, if you don't go forty miles an hour down that hill, you're gonna, it's gonna load up your tires and you're stopping. I mean, you're right. pushing your bike down that hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's a reason why they made that bricks sucks. out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How far then are you from Carnegie? Is is Manteca? Is that right there? I guess I don't know the the where that town's located from Carnegie. I'm about 25, 30 miles out. Uh, okay. I am just basically the next town over from Tracy. So you know where Tracy. Oh, okay. Yep. So yeah, I'm I know right Tracy, there. Yep. You pass me every time you come down here. Okay. All right. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, we're nice. Stockton's little brother, unfortunately. 
Well, we were going to talk about it later, but while we're talking about it now, I mean, man, with the rain and all the things that you guys have had there now, like, what what is the current state of Carnegie? I've heard bad things. Like, what is it looking like right now? So if you didn't know, we did recently got um, a lot of rain, uh, like a lot. Right. And, That's uh, what you yeah. heard. My, I was out. I was out actually out there with Mike Newman, who's a, a team owner of my, yep. my team, and okay. <laughs> um, we were going to camp out there for uh, for New Year's, and we ended up leaving because the rain was coming in. It was supposed to be a pretty, it was pretty bad rain, and okay. a couple of our friends stayed out there and showed us pictures. And basically, the creek was so full it was running through the campground. Um, wow! It was oh, all the way wow. a, foot, a foot or two deep, running past Motomart. Um, fortunately, really? no damage the Motomart. So it's been closed. They actually closed the road for a couple, three weeks now, and they finally got the road back open. I drove out there recently and um, just got off the phone. Actually, Big Tone called me a couple of days ago. He was on his way home from, from Cottonwood, and we talked for about a half hour, and it's pretty bad. They've got the environmental people coming out, unfortunately. So you're familiar with the race area. We have yeah. pits on the, the hillside. We have pits on the roadside. The pits yep. on the roadside are now the creek bed. That creek bed jumps really? the fence, and it actually now runs through those oak trees. And oh boy! And I'm we're afraid that they're not going to let them fix it because you know it's a natural creek bed. So Great. we don't know if they're going to be able to get that back or not. But we'll be able to throw off the pits that we have, but we might lose the other side. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Wow! Park is closed yeah. indefinitely right now. Really? Holy! Wow! Just unbelievable. Just shut right down. There's no no use of it at all. If they can't get their vehicles up those fire roads. They, they won't open back up. They'd be in the Rangers. And right now, there's four foot embankments on either side of that creek uh, where it run down. It's like a flash wow. flood. Yeah, oh, it's still man. running. The creek's still running right now, and it's been what almost a month since it rained. Now, oh, wow. Hmm. Well, maybe it maybe it washed that damn frog out of there that shut part of it down before. Maybe that frog moved downstream so you could open up the other part back up. <laughs> nope, that's still yeah. <laughs> The, the, That's the still there. Whatever the red tint, yeah. yeah, the the red lip newt. I don't know. Yeah, but on, yeah. on the flip side of that, Colby will appreciate this. I think Kirkwood Skiers works on a 144 inch base right now. Woo! Oh, yeah, I, I know. I I used to live in Tahoe, and uh, I've seen they have got some record snowfall this year, and it's pretty amazing. Wow. It is pretty amazing. Good. Yeah. Huh. That's, That's a lot uh, of damn snow. Geez. It's a crazy amount of snow. I mean, it sucks for that you've gone through, but you guys really needed the water, didn't you? I mean, it was getting really, really bad there, wasn't it? Other than Carnegie being, you know, closed and I can't go ride, bring it on. You know, keep it coming. We yeah. can use as much yeah. as they can give us. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, water's well, always that, the issue with California. That Just yeah. seeing uh, Austin Tyler had, had some stuff posted about the – you know, the, you know, like where we're at, we get rain all the time. So our soil, it's made to handle it. But where you guys are at, it's just not meant to get that much moisture. And everything was, it was like freaking melting ice cream out there. It was nuts. Like yeah. everything's just like floating away. It was, yeah, it felt terrible. decided to drive his Lambo down the river. Really? I was on multiple occasions. I see on Austin's story that Lamborghini coming through there. I'm like, what the know. hell is this guy thinking? Maybe insurance. I was actually going to call Austin and see if he needed help, but I mean, I had to be a hindrance. I don't, I don't, that's labor. That's, you got to be, you know, you got to know what you're doing to run equipment and stuff. I don't, I didn't go in his way. 
but uh <laughs> i know his his uh, grandparents pretty well and they're, they're good people and you know i would have if, if he didn't need it out and ran over there but like i said i what am i going to do get in his way show up his uh fill the skitty up for him when it goes empty i can do that <laughs> i know from i know from personal experience adam when they're getting the shovels out it's really good to be the only person that knows how to run the skid steer oh man what well, uh, uh heart goes out to everybody and man hope for the best with carnegie and then um i know that you guys were having your own series there that was starting up this spring and obviously i'm sure that messes everything up so we'll touch back on it later when um maybe some more um thoughts get out as to when the park could be open and what's gonna all happen with that but it was Super freaking exciting that all the racing that was going to happen there this spring. And uh, now Mother Nature reminds us that she's in charge again, I guess. Yeah, Matt was going to do – Matt finally got a, another – he was going to do a true state champion uh, championship, I should say. And we had a four-race uh, deal going on. It was supposed to be February, then April. Those two have already been canceled. Uh, okay. I doubt yeah. the park will even be open by April. I guarantee wow. you it won't be accessible over to those pits by April. And Jeez. um but he's he's working on some race now down south. Uh, he won't give me any information on it, so I've called okay. everybody I know. You know, Paul and Kevin. They won't tell me what. Uh, they won't tell me where it's at. So they're okay. trying to find like, something. I know very little about it, but hopefully in April we'll have a race somewhere that's five hours from here. That's all I know. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, so that, well, and then we'll have a you know the chain race again in uh in October. Nice. Be, I'm sure oh, yeah. it'll be nice and dry. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sure it will. Yeah, be. it'll be back to brown again come yep. October. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love that meme on someone posted on Instagram where it was those guys with those big long bicycles and this is is like everybody without chains at Carnegie in October and they're just like sliding all around or whatever. No, I saw Sullivan posted that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was pretty, pretty funny. Somebody, not, not on change at Carnegie in October. Yep, that's yeah, true. exactly. Yep. Uh, in my notebook for uh, October Carnegie says, "Bring metal or stay home." That's my notebook. So. Exactly. <laughs> uh, You'll have metal uh, this year, right? Yeah, let's hope so. I always oh, got my uh, ice screws, if nothing else. So yeah. Uh, but back to you, Adam. So man, you know, starting out with a 500 for kind of your first bike. I mean, that's pretty baller. I mean, that's uh, you usually level up to that when you not not start with it. But then from that, I've seen just a crap load of just awesome builds that you've had. I mean, out of, out of your builds that you've made, do you have some favorites, favorite bikes that you've built? Yeah, that 500 wasn't my first bike. If I wasn't clear, that wasn't my first motorcycle. Oh. my first real motorcycle. I okay, I got you. I, I did the same thing when I was a kid. I stole my dad's bike every time mine broke, and then he had to buy a new one for himself. <laughs> so that was the first okay, real right. modern dirt bike I ever had. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty wild. Um, okay. But the guys that I rode with, the Burnsell brothers, they uh, they ended up Skip actually sponsored them, and they bought a Harley. They bought a um, a nitro burning Harley, but Harley Davidson. And man, wow. I thought that was the coolest thing that ever was. Right. And, uh, we did some work to it. I, I helped them a little bit. So we, we converted it from a dual shock rear to a single shock CR500 suspension and stuff. And uh, it was very similar to, to Kerry Peterson's Harley Davidson motor-wise. I'm sure, wow. I'm sure his frame was a lot better than ours. We had a uh, <laughs> basically a, a Harley flat track frame. And um, okay. long story short, uh, they used to both ride it. That's when you could ride two per bike. Okay. Uh, the older brother decided he was going to stop doing it. So okay. I was... I don't know, 19 years old. And I just basically asked Dan, I said, Hey, well, I'll ride it. 
And he looked at me like I was stupid. He goes, well, I don't know. So come on, I was already stealing his 500. I was already entering his 500 in some of the races. Yeah. And he said, okay. And so here I was sitting on the line on a, you know, with nitromethane between my legs. Oh, what did I get myself into? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it was an interesting motorcycle to ride, I tell you that. Wow. I can imagine. And I, yeah. And I actually have that bike still. I have that in my storage unit right now. And the uh, oh, goal is to rebuild sweet. that. Um, the piston, it, it needs some money. It needs pistons. And, okay. uh, you know, when I get, when I'm bored, I, I'm going to have somebody a lot smarter than me rebuild it. And I'm going to make all these kids here ride that bike. We're going to have a, I'm going to put my own event on the Harley bike and make them ride what I had to ride. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That'd be awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Logan well, Reed, uh, they're gonna have to ride my harley <laughs> yeah. i love it don't tell well, them with a good time that would be a that'd oh, yeah. be an awesome bike to have in uh colby's idea for our, our courtesy tent at the races because we want to yeah. have some we want to have bikes on display for the fan experience and uh, yeah. uh an old night harley nitro burger would get lots of pictures and lots of people <laughs> yeah. wanting to see and that it looks, bitch. it looks modern i mean it's not really old school you know, not to make fun right. of people, but it's got fenders on it. And <laughs> it, it's, it's all 1988, 89 CR500 stuff. Awesome. Um, Matt cool. wants me to do the thing. Matt wants me to start it up kind of like a cackle fest, though. I could, I'll, I'm not going to just display it. I, it's going to be a runner. I mean, if it's going to be displayed, it's going to be able to be fired up. Right. Sweet. Um, yeah. So, you know, it was an interesting motorcycle ride, though. I'll tell you that. Cowboy, you know, you rode them. It was. The nitro burners. They I like did. to go every time you hit the gas, it let it went left. It it flex that frame and go left. <laughs> Plan ahead, huh? <laughs> or you just had to keep the tire spinning. <laughs> oh wow. Spinning. If, That's if right. it hooked, it went left. Damn. Wow. Man. Hold on. I know from I know from riding on the XR750 I rode, you could never overgear it. It would pull anything you put on the back. <laughs> oh yeah. It well, just depends if the front end would stay on the ground or not. <laughs> and I'm not a guy that's going to, you know, I'm not going to hurt myself. So I learned quickly that if you're full throttle and you want to slow down, don't let off the throttle because that's just nope. speed up. You guys, <laughs> they just pick up speed. It just, the tire catches up and it hooks and it goes faster. Oh, God. Oh, so man. you have to, yeah, it was a scary deal lifting for a four foot ledge and you back off. No, that was a mistake. Oh, oh, go about five miles an hour faster. So, oh, Paul. It was fun. wow, it was what fun. a learning it was experience fun. that sounds like! <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Awesome. Gosh. So, I blew that up, and then I ended up uh, buying a YZ980. I have a, a twin YZ490. Um, still have that too. Wow. Oh, oh man. How is it? How is it framed? Is it are they front back or side by side or how is so it made? I bought, I bought the bike from Russ McCoy. Russ was a uh, old Widowmaker. He was, uh, you know, through the seventies and eighties, he raced the Widowmaker. Uh, he passed away, unfortunately, last year. But uh, I bought that bike. He, they same thing. He was a guy at the races, and I didn't have nothing to ride, and he wasn't riding it because he was hurt. And I said, "Hey, I'll ride it." And he looked at me like, "Really?" I said, "Yeah, absolutely." And it was it's stuck together at the crank, so it's basically side by side. Uh, okay. Kind of, it's like it's messed together like a sync when a transmission. So they fire at the same time. And, you know, unfortunately, with two 490s come two 490s worth of uh, vibration. So that's the only thing. <laughs> you know, it'll vibrate your fillings out. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Holy balls. But that wow. bike's 
I, I since I, I bought that from Russ for twenty five hundred bucks, I think, and wow. I rode that thing at the Widowmaker. I rode that thing at Billings. I won money both places on that bike. Um, it's been around since this. The motor he he built in the seventies, and it's he put. I think he rebuilt that bike for me four or five times. Put it in different frames, and it's. Uh, I'm gonna say it's two hundred and sixty pounds. Holy you know, wow, that's that's light. Yeah. 100 horsepower, but I can gear that thing. It's got the old four-speed tranny in it. I can gear that thing 1551, run third gear, which is like fourth gear on a CR500. So um, when, you're, when you're building these Frankensteins like that, what did that thing break? It had to always break something. What, what did it cases. break when you – cases? It, it was still – YZ490s broke that starter, the kickstart side all the time anyway. Now you're kicking two cylinders. So yeah. I break that whole side case out. Man, um, man. So it was, you know, that's you kill one cylinder and then fire it up until it fired. They let let the compressor release off, but it's still a lot to kick over. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I yeah. bet. Yeah. That's wow. Well, that's the thing about starter on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing about Frankenstein and these hill climb bikes. You know, when it was originally engineered to have, you know, forty-five horse, and now you're giving it a hundred to the, all the parts. Stuff breaks. That's you know, it's like it just wasn't meant to handle that kind of that kind of you know abuse. You know, it so was, you find was, you find out. It was actually fairly uh, reliable, just hard wow. to tune. Right. Yeah. It, it, when oh, it was yeah. perfect, it was bad. You know, it was just it was on. But when it wasn't, it was a handful. Right. Like I said, it did rattle your you know, it vibrate your fillings out. It was just. You know, you couldn't see it around your eyeball, so you get, I'd get blurry halfway out there. But I'm looking for pipes, so hey, if anybody's got some old 80s, you know, 87, 88, 89 KX500 pipes, I'm looking for them because I want to okay. put that bike, I want to get that bike and have somebody ride that. Um, it's like wow. I said, it's light. I mean, it's it's like an XR600 weight. You, um, you must have some fun, fun sayings when PD comes back and maybe has a couple. You know, complaints about the feel of the bike. We're like, but like, you weren't rattling. You're like, it wasn't all fuzzy. Like, you got nothing to complain about. That thing's mint, right? You could see. <laughs> yeah, you could see. You could hang on. <laughs> uh, I rode that bike for uh, a lot of years. A lot of years. I had a lot of fun on that bike. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. I mean, those are two back to back pretty crazy ass builds a Harley Nitro bike and a twin 490. That's. Yeah. That's, were you, that's pretty I don't know if you were at Billings when that guy, the dude with the uh, the twin YZ 490s. Yeah, I, yep. I owned that bike for a couple years. Really? So I rode that, that several times too. It just again, that's probably the fastest open bike I've ever ridden. That really inline wow. one, huh. but only for about two hundred feet, and then one of the one of the motors would shot. I would do weird stuff. So yeah, right. when yeah. they both got on, it would go. It was awesome, but it just was. <laughs> it was. It was inconsistent. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So no, Russ I can back, and then he sold that to that guy for nothing. And yeah. I got, I got yeah. mad. I'm like, Russ, don't ever do that again. I right. bought that bike back. I'd have given you the fifteen hundred bucks. Right. And don't sell anything. Just right. buy it from you. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's a lot of really cool engineering put to those bikes, you know. And when you sit there and look at them, and just think of a guy in his shop with a welder and ideas and making stuff work it's so freaking cool you know and russell was that guy russell built um yeah. kevin newman's cr500 in a i don't know it was like 0304 yz2 it was the steel yz 250 frame and he okay. had that motor in in about 25 minutes wow wow and then he built Dang. his kevin's uh brother uh 08 yz 450 
aluminum frame with with the CR500 motor, and it took him about an hour, and the motor was in. <laughs> Holy and he just He didn't do any engineering. He didn't know. He, he didn't use math. <laughs> he just stuck it in there, and it was it was perfect. Wow, that's, oh, incredible. that's amazing. That it, people just know, you know. I mean, it's just uh, you hear the stories of the people that when you got your ten thousand hours in, you you just know when something's going to work, you know. Yep. yep. That's what yep. it is too. All that hours. All yep. that he was used to YZ four ninety. I tell you that that guy loved him <laughs> in four nineties. That's cool. Was <laughs> yeah. was he California native as well, Adam, or where was he? At? Yeah, he was SoCal. He actually um. He was uh, friends with uh, Kerry back in the in the eighties. He was okay. uh, so he he did all the circuit back in the eighties. Okay, cool. all the way through the nineties yeah. actually. And then he he right. was he didn't take care of himself. He wasn't the best. Uh, you know he he didn't uh, physically take care of himself too well. So ah oh, bummer, dang it, yeah. He passed pretty well, young. I think he was sixty five years old. Oh geez, oh, man, bummer. just a kid. Wow. Damn it, yeah. yeah. You got take care of your damn self. Okay? Yeah, yeah, that's important. Most important thing is to live as long as possible, right? So that's a bummer. Well, you got to enjoy what doing, you know, life while you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, oh, you yeah. did. Don't right. sound yeah. like you live did. under a rock. Just enjoy yeah, right. yourself. But yeah. yeah. Somewhere between LA Nick and, you know, Logan Sapala. Some, there's like a happy medium. Yeah. yeah. There's some loose ground in there to follow. There's some loose ground yeah. somewhere, you know, right? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of loose ground in there if you're comparing those two and what right. I mean, to do and what you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. So, so Adam. Yes, sir. Oh, go ahead. Now, the, my next bike I bought is that's when I built my, uh, I had my GSR 750 built. And that actually okay. was the side thought. That The guy that built that for me actually had built a 600. Um, and it just happens that those year of 600s and 750s are identical. They're, the same. They're basically just a board out 600. Hmm, so nice. I was like, I don't want a 600. It won't get out of its own way. You know, without <laughs> nitrous, the 600 or you know, nitro or nitrous, they're they're actually slow. Um, they have no torque at all. But so the 750 was closer to a 1,000 horsepower torque. So we built that. and We had three of those built. You know, John Paul's got yep. one of them. Kevin yeah. sold his. Got to see that at uh, Devil Staircase. That was cool. So I, yeah. voted, I was I was rooting for uh, Joel Faldi, Austin Tyler, <laughs> and Kevin Newman's old bike. You know, gave you something to root for. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah, awesome. and I can't remember that guy's name, but he was killing it, man. The first round, I think he was top six or seven on that yeah. gaster. Uh, is that Shane Green? Is that who's got that? Green is oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's yep. him right yep. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's done yeah. a lot of work to that James bike. Green. Sorry. James, yep. yeah, he's done a lot of work to that bike, but it as soon as it went, I, I turned around. I, I, my sister was with me. I said, "I know that bike." She goes, "How do you know?" Yeah. That? I said, "I could tell. I, I could hear it." He threw yeah. the wheels off that sucker that weekend. He too. did. That was awesome. Yeah. That, was that, was yeah, cool. that thing looks sick. Yeah, he yeah. did a good job uh, yep. making it look pretty. But you guys did a great job building it in the first place. So, right. yeah, he actually made a full cradle for that bike for your for your guys' style. You know, you guys doing big old jumps. You, yeah, you wanna yeah. Work, you're gonna want to do a full cradle for that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I actually think those, uh, Ryan Tebow helped him refurbish that and stuff. Okay, they did a great job. And yeah. I, I'm just just one man's opinion, but like those inlines, like it takes the right person. Not everybody can ride them the same, you know. Like they deliver power in their own way, and it, you can either ride them or you can't. I feel like you know, it's like you just see in our open class with no fun fuel. You know, it's like the twins and the the inlines, like it. They're they're delivered different, and not 
they're not both the same for everybody, you know. That bike's a very easy bike to ride. By far the easiest bike that that that, that I ever rode, as far as open bike go to, to ride. I did well on it. I actually did I did the best on that bike, and I didn't do great. I won, you know, I got checks at Great American, I got checks at Widowmaker, but not big checks. I was I was at 19, 20th place. I was I'm in the game. You know, That's but that was out of an 80, 90 rider. Dude, field, to get so. to get a check at those places, you're doing something right. That's awesome, dude. That's badass. Yeah, and, and that's what I yeah. thought too. I was I didn't care how much it was. You know how much right. you get. I said I haven't looked at. It. I don't care. I'm gonna I'm 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 framing my my envelope. Yeah, I, I get <laughs> I get I get crap from people all the time about you know oh you you're doing this or that and you're not even podium or whatever. And I'm like, but like I get a check every now and then. I feel like I belong. You know, it's like that if you if you can sneak up in there and grab a check here or there, yeah, you know, you're not making a ton of money, but that's what kind of lets you know like. You belong. You're, you know that that, that kind of gives you that reassurance. You know, it's awesome. exactly. Yeah, yep. exactly. And there was times at old Skip and George's hill climbs out here for a couple of years when I built that bike. There was four or five people riding that bike. They didn't wow. really have rules, so we were hot lapping that sucker. <laughs> you know, it'd be fifteen people in the open class, and you know, five of them were on my my bike, and including me. Yeah, you know, we'd be five guys in the top ten on the bike. It's like cool. You know, <laughs> uh, that's yeah, like you OS guys. That's when I bought my Super Duke. The Davy built it had a fan on the radiator. I'm like, why the hell do you need a fan on the radiator and open bike? Well, from people like you, Adam, that are hot lapping them, I guess. Hot lapping that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, there's something to be said about that platform. I mean, a lot of people are using that that engine, and they seem bulletproof. And you know, it, if it's easy to ride, then it makes sense that that's a go-to engine to to build a race bike around 300 miles that was 300 pounds we weighed kevin's bike at 298 pounds you know what though, identical to mine. adam i'm just saying like if you asked steve Irwin about wrestling andre the giant he'd probably say it was easy because he's used to wrestling alligators right i mean you just got telling us that you had a, a twin yz 490 and a harley nitro bike that that went left I mean, check your source when you say easy to ride, okay? Yeah, that Harley, though, it, it took four people to start the damn thing. I'm like, well, if it takes four people to start, I better do good. You know, you better be – they, they need to be a lot better than I was. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, that's Can't funny. let all those people down that helped you start it. No, it's like, you know, you got to do two circles, get on off the bike four or five times, and then you know, it, was, it, was a, it was a process. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, did you go from that Jixer to the next one, the 1190, or did you have any open bikes between those two? 1190. Give me my other 100cc's there, Joel. Yeah, sorry. 1290. I apologize. I apologize. I I lucked into that 1290. Kevin Newman built his 1290. I had Kevin Merrick build it. Heavy Kev, heavy wrenching. Yep. Yeah. He built two, and... I lucked into it. Basically they were looking to get rid of it and I was interested and uh, we made a deal and it worked out for both of us. And uh, I actually bought a 450 off Kevin as well. I, I spent way too much. I, I bought three bikes in about a 12 month period. Um, <laughs> the first one I Are you was, married? Was, uh, no, I'm not. There you oh, go. That makes sense. Yeah, so good. Answer that question. Yeah. Nope. I, I'm on the me program for my retirement. I didn't have to give it to anybody else. Oh, lucky! <laughs> Good for you. 
So the first bike I bought the 660 KTM uh, from from Joe from Jim Alda. Jim called me up and said, "Look, we're you know much to my chagrin because I was very upset about it, but they were getting out, and I couldn't talk him out uh, talk him out of leaving. So, but he called me up and said, "Look, we're selling the bike. We want to give you the first option, and they gave me that bike for nothing. I mean, literally." Wow. They, they, he, I, I, I can't say enough about the Aldons. He, he gave me that. He basically gave me that bike. And wow, that's awesome. It is a well, you know, you've ridden kind of a, the big bore. You have a big bore. Yep. Uh, seven hundred. Well, regardless yep. of what happens in the seven hundred class, that bike's bad. That six sixty mm-hmm. thumper racing kit is bad. Yeah, that thing is awesome. Very awesome. And that's and how cool of it of all nuts to give it to you and just keep that sucker racing, right? I mean, that's oh yeah, that's the cool part about it, you know. So this last race, you know, alcohol gets the better of us. And I somehow <laughs> sucked Paul into Paul Wilson into entering the Paul yeah. Master Class at Carnegie. Yeah. I, I haven't ridden I haven't even ridden the hill climb bike in I don't know, four or five years. I, I think I, I went out to break the four fifty because I had a new piston in it. And uh I'm like, well, this is stupid. You know, <laughs> my mine's not even mine's not even that built and it was way too fast. I was getting I got arm up into pits and I'm like, oh this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> we, we woke up hungover, but we both had our gear on when it came uh, game time, and uh, that's the first time I've ever ridden that bike. So I went over to the burnout pit. It's a little short burnout pit, and I did a burnout, and I put in the wrong gear. I was in first gear. It went about thirty feet, well, like ten feet to hit the rev limiter, and I looked like an idiot. But so it was, uh, it was rolling though. That's the fastest, probably the fastest bike I've, the fastest I've ever gone on a hill climb bike. I think even my seven fifty um, was that bike. You know, third gear. It, it was just we were. It was it was rolling. I didn't make it because uh, right. the sun was in my eyes and it was windy and it was all kinds of reasons why I didn't make it. But uh, <laughs> I beat Paul. That's all that matters. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Woo-hoo. Yeah, bragging rights there. So there that's go. awesome. You know, racing yeah. some legends out there. Yeah, well, that's what that Pro Master class is for. Get out there and yeah. and throw a leg over a bike and talk some smack and have fun. I mean, that's awesome. So yeah. we're gonna do it. I think we're gonna do it this year if we have the opportunity to uh, to enter. Yes. And I'm not. A, yes. I'll only do it if I'm not going to affect PD's runs. If he's, you know, if somebody else would ride that, somebody reels riding it, I'm not going to enter. Uh, I'm not going to hurt the bike or something. Have something bad happen. You know, I wouldn't sure. do that. That's that's not fair. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I hope for your sake that you got it all to yourself because that that's just that's what it's all about is having fun and riding bikes. You know. But they were trying yeah. to get me to, to enter the twelve ninety. I'm like, no. That thing thing is Uh, a beast. It's it's getting there. It's getting there. We're we're getting it there. That's scary. That's scary to think about. I I, I will say it didn't seem like it was running perfectly, but it ran good enough at Bay City, obviously, to get a podium. So, I don't know. That's a beast. That's a beast. Three hours at the Big Nasty. This is after Joseph rode it. And realized, so the problem with the bike was it was going, the barrel valve was open in two parts. So we were, we were, it would open and then close. So if full throttle, which I would have never got to, so it would have probably been fast for me. Um, <laughs> it was actually only half throttle. It was actually closing the barrel valve halfway down. So it was going a oh, 180 and then closing it. So Joseph basically rode that bike at half throttle. Jeez. Wow. Oh, oh my balls. gosh. Dang. Yeah. That's insane and to think about. That's yeah, crazy. That is crazy. So we did some hillbilly shenanigans at the Big Nasty, and a lot of <laughs> lot of methanol was burned. 
and got them both because they were both doing it and got them both uh, happy, put some throttle stops on them, and now he got full throttle. And he did, you know, they both did really well. Actually, oh, yeah. Logan yeah. got us the first day. Shocker. <laughs> That's my famous last words. Right. <laughs> yeah, PD PD went up that hill on on day on the first day, and I basically turned around and said, "There's no way that that Buell's geared high enough to go that fast." And then Logan went like two riders later and smoked him. I'm like, "Well, apparently I was wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Logan. Yeah. Some on your, damn Buell. Yeah. yeah it your, is what it is. On your yeah. twelve ninety this year, I saw PD ride it, and obviously, obviously Joseph. Did you have anybody else pilot that 1290 last year, or was it just those two guys? Uh, just those two guys. Uh, okay. Well, actually, there's a couple guys. We let another guy ride it at Carnegie. Uh, he actually has Jason Smith's other bike. Um, Brad Kilgore rode it uh, for a run when it was okay. It was, it was still only running at half throttle though. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. So okay. he's kind of helping us tune it because he knows the uh, fuel injection system. Um, he and I kind of are kind of running on our own now, so we've got it close. You know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's fun. It's a process though, and I, yeah. we've already talked about nitro. We'll see. A lot of work needs to be done to have nitro. Yeah, and it's right. just so much. There's so much effort that goes. To, I mean, you know, like I saw PD at Sunnyside, and you weren't be able to make it to that race. And it's hard by yourself. Like you need a team to have nitro because it's just so much yeah. damn work. You know, it was he unfortunate. Was saying, that I, it was unfortunate that I had to go to the Owen's house in Hawaii for that week. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh, what a bummer! Oh, huh? so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so unfortunate. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry to hear that. Yeah, so I sent my poor Petey by himself, and he did it anyway, uh, you know. So yeah. of course, <laughs> Pat Johnson, uh, who is one of the founding members of Naha, was there. He's back in the racing now, so he was there. To help. He runs out of methanol, so he helped him out a little bit. And once again, that was only oh. half throttle for that race. That was right. that was a wow. half that right. was a half throttle race. Jeez. Yeah. I, I just, the methanol bikes from a distance, I've never ran one. I've just seen them and they seem temperamental. And I mean, honestly, like I've never seen one run great all the time. It seems like you really got to do your homework on, you know, the atmosphere of the day. And I don't know what kind of mix goes into it or whatever, but you, you got a task in front of you, you know, to get that thing to work perfect every day. And you're figuring it out. That's the fun part is watching you guys put the puzzle together and figure it out. That's super fun to see it just get better and better and better, you know? Got to, I, yeah. I, have to, I have to give it up to Shane Speed. Shane Speed, uh, one of our teammates, ran night. He ran alcohol in uh, in sprint cars, and he got that thing. He got those both tuned for as good. It, it, he gave us a good baseline. So, you know, I got to gotta thank uh, Shane for that. So Awesome. He Very did a cool. good job doing that. Oh, that's cool. What so team what, effort. Well, I were yeah. While we're on the the team effort talk and just your fleet of motorcycles and uh, team efforts and all that, but you know it, it's a common theme on this show. You know when we have someone from your area on the show with PD, John Paul, Logan Mead, all these guys, your name comes up every time for you know one of the biggest supporters of these guys. I mean, how did that all come about? I mean, are you just super generous with your stuff? Or, I mean, do you just see opportunities and throw bikes at them or like. It's it's cool to hear about like everyone's just like Adam Shelton, Adam Shelton, Adam Shelton. So that's just cool, you know. Generous or stupid, I don't know which one. Kind um, of feels like kind of feels like you're that you're that drug dealer that the first one's free. Like you give them that first hit for free and then set them on that path. I'm a bike. Care, you're right talking there. to a cop. 
Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> retired. <laughs> yeah, he's retired. He's retired now. <laughs> yeah, I like to say I'm unemployed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a lot of bikes. I, you know, yeah. back in the day, the 250. I have a 2000 CR 250, and I've I've done nothing to it except it's tuned correctly. It runs good. Uh, yeah. And back then, there was no 450 class. And we used to have an exhibition 250 class, which was by far the funnest class ever in the history of classes. They should bring that back. What was it, Adam? <laughs> it was an exhibition 250. 250 exhibition. Oh, class. yeah. Hell yeah. And, oh, I love that. You know, that was that was a cool class. See Travis Whitlock, Dusty Beer, all those guys just beating on 250s. There's nothing <laughs> like ever a, a 250 on, on the pipe. But uh, Yeah, oh, yeah. So right. I had this bike, and I, you know, I had lost track of Paul. Paul and I went to um, to school together. We went to high school together. He's a little older than me, but uh, you know, I, I kept seeing him out there with his kid. And he, he, you know, John Paul's he's small. Or he was small then, but he was probably eleven years old, ten or eleven. I said, "You can ride it. Go ahead." He's killing the eighty-five class. So we got <laughs> video of him on that two fifty, basically smoking everybody. And wow. someone just said, "It's on the social stupidity." Somebody, it's on one of those. Uh, <laughs> Those websites, there. <laughs> and somebody somebody sent it to her, or somebody tagged me in it. And I looked, and it was like three million views. You know, a little kid riding dirt a hill climb bike. And I swear wow. to God, half of the comments on that were like death threats. Like we should be put in jail for letting this kid <laughs> ride yeah. this motorcycle. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And then the other half were like, "Did you notice he won?" <laughs> so I don't know. People are uh, internet stuff's weird to me. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is weird. But that's how it. And then you yeah. know, I can't. You know, John Paul is my dude. You know, then now he's all of a sudden now he's a big grown up. John Paul, he got his man voice and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> looks like we're, he's going to be going to Washington this year with us, and uh, that's cool. Paul oh, can't yeah. go. Awesome. We're going to take. We're going to take him, and uh, hopefully, I think he's earned the right. He's. We're going to go to Great American this year. At least I'm going to take him. Maybe Shane. Um, cool. Somebody's going to cool. be riding the, the the 1290. Will be there. Awesome. Um, so somebody Sweet. will be riding that. Great. You know, maybe I think if nobody, if none of my guys want to go, then maybe Joe Ship is going to have to ride it. Who knows? Awesome. Well, hey, you'll find somebody to ride it. I guarantee you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then I'm going to have to do it again because that's going to be on M1, which is a pure methanol. So it can't run nitro there. So. Right. And it does. Adam, nitro that's and- right. I feel like it's a public service that we need to warn you about Braden Henry. And that you might want to keep your distance, okay? Because I didn't tell Brady he can come down. I'd, I'd fly in and grab his phone. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. That's the billy goat. He's going to billy goat all those bikes from you. You got to look out. No problem. As long as he, as long as he has a good time and rides them, I don't care. He, he will he will ride the wheels off of them, but when I say that, he will literally ride the wheels off of them. That's the problem. So watch yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that guy does a lot of work for that team. Oh my yeah. god, oh, he, yeah. he, he works so damn hard. It's it's so fun to see him succeed. Is it's awesome. It's just cool. It's fun stop. to get to meet all you guys. I tell you that that was a good trip that my that Jim Allen and I went on. Oh, oh man, that was great. That was I, great. I uh, I I gotta say, like you know, we're talking about you helping riders, and we've just heard so many riders that you've affected in such a positive way. And given help or assistance or just been there as a mentor, meeting you and then seeing you at Bay City, I don't know if you could contain your enthusiasm under a helmet. 
I think that you, I mean, you're just like bubbling, like you're running up the hill, you're going all over. I mean, I, I, I talk fast, but I couldn't keep up with you when you're out there. Your enthusiasm is just infectious. And I got to think that maybe that's how, how you get this, all, all these rides to these riders. You just explained yeah. yourself. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm a, I'm a gearhead. I love it. There's no doubt about it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a hill climb dork. That's all there is to it. And I've always loved it. I could sit there and watch it all day long. And, you know, I like the long races. I'm not going to lie. I know that's not a popular sentiment. I like to be there for three days. I'd watch that right. thing. And, uh, you know, that's my opinion. I don't – the right. three- to four-hour show, there's no – there's no what sporting event in, in sporting events has a three- to four-hour show? None of them. It's always yeah. two, three days. You well, know? yeah. Well, I will say um, – from a spectator standpoint and just being there and having fun, yeah. like when I came to uh, uh, Nitro Nationals the first time and I had no real responsibility other than I was just there for myself and to get content for my own brand and stuff. But I did enjoy it. It was fun. Like It was a long weekend and it, it was fun partying every night and doing all that stuff. But when you're there to work, it gets to be a little little long and yeah. crazy. I don't know. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't think the show should be that long. I mean, I know there's TV and all kinds of stuff. When you, you know, I understand that three to four hour when the pros come, get it done. I get, I, I agree with that. But yeah. there's qualified. There's all kinds of stuff that you know that that takes a while. Yeah. So, I think I think like it. You know, we've talked about this. We're going in circles, but you know, I agree with you, Adam. That when it's like the camp camping atmosphere. And, yeah. you know, you're looking at, like, NHRA, Brainerd Nationals. Like, yeah, you want that sucker a few days long. You got your camper. You come in and out. You sample. You're in the pits. I love all that. But when we're talking American Hill Climb, it's more like a football game or a baseball game. They're coming to watch a spectacle, and we can only hold that at entertainment for so long. And it's just two different things, you know? Don't disagree yeah. at all. And, and there's a place for yeah. everything, you know? But that kind of leads me into – your guys' tour this year, when we saw you at Bay City with Jim, what the heck was that like? I mean, damn, you guys were motorhome, trailer, going across the country. I mean, you didn't you lose like a leaf spring on the trailer? Or, I, mean, I mean, you had one, one hell of an adventure there, didn't you? We had a good time. I got to give a shout out to uh, Wilson Motorsports, too. They let me borrow their trailer. Without that, yeah. uh, <laughs> that trip doesn't happen because it's not, my trailer is just not big enough for what we're, we're doing. Um, yeah, cool. So I got to give a shout out to Paul for letting me take that trail all the way across country and back. Um, nice. Yeah, we lost a leaf spring on the way back, but it was all part of the fun. We, I mean, yeah. we just meet so <laughs> yeah. many cool people. Literally, we woke, we uh, we found a place. It was just too late when it happened. It was it was getting dark, so we were sitting in the guy's parking lot and blocking his uh, shop at six thirty in the morning. He got there at seven o'clock and looked at me and he goes, "What's up?" Broke the leaf spring. <laughs> we were out of there by nine o'clock. Wow, that's nice. awesome. Very cool. Do you think you can back it in? And I said, absolutely. So I backed that thing <laughs> into a shop, and they had to depart in about 15 minutes, and they have to make the shot. They have to make the lease spring. So he has wow. a vendor on the other side of town, and uh, we were in uh, Catherine, Wyoming. And we were, they'd have had it done in 25 minutes if they'd have, um, had the part. So he gets the lease spring, pushed together, fixed my all the brake wires for nothing. You know, wow. 300, 300 bucks later. You're, you, you guys are on your way. Thank you very much. Damn. Don't you oh love Wyoming? Gosh. Dang. That's so awesome. Awesome. That's We got awesome. lucky. We Deal were almost right there. there when it happened. So we were only about maybe three or four miles in, in, on the worst road in, in the country um, <laughs> to get into civilization. So we actually got real lucky. Yeah, yeah Jim and I had a good time. 
where yeah. where did where did you where were all the stops on your tour? So you left California. Where was your first leg? Where did you go first? We stopped at uh Port Lane, Idaho and camped on the lake. Nice. And uh here's the two guys from California. And um get out of the motorhome after we park and I got my two chihuahuas here. So Jim and I are walking the chihuahuas down to the uh to the dog park, and I looked at him. I'm like, you know what they think we are, right? <laughs> and he looked at me. I'm like, come on, dude. Two guys from California with Chihuahua. And he's like, I said, hey, I'm just telling you. I'm the dude. You should have got one of those those strap on mullets that you could tuck under your hat so that it set up, set everybody straight. Oh, I do. We, 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 we were laughing. He just looked at me like, you're right. I'm like, I'm just saying. Just it saying. Is you know, walking the dogs around the lake. Right. <laughs> so then we went to uh, we stopped at uh, the the Tyler's house for a night in Billings. Um, okay. And then basically headed straight to uh, um to North Dakota. We had we straight straight to the brick the brick mine. mine. And, nice, uh, awesome. Well, I wish that 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 the brick mine was somewhere in civilization. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it's something else, isn't it, Adam? It's unbelievable, isn't it? That hill is a freak. It is awesome. Yeah. My question is, how do I get my dudes there? You know, they can't yeah, take yeah. weeks off of work, so they right. love it. They love it there. Right. How are you going to get them there? Yeah, you got to you got to fly to Fargo and then drive up. That's about all you can do. So, uh, you know, I hope to get to that place again with all these guys. But I, you know, and then we went from there directly to Bay City. You guys, well, we went to Bay Hill, Wisconsin. I should say we went to Ellsworth and yep. stayed yep. at the fairgrounds. You know, Todd Sapala gives us his truck for the week. That's with awesome. A laundry list of uh, with a laundry list of things to do. So Jim and I went into <laughs> we went into uh, to Bay City. Yep. And uh, we went into Red Wing. And okay. the first thing on our go. list was yeah. to go for a hike. You know, some overlook hike. And we got about a hundred yeah. yards into this hike. And uh, I looked at Jim. I said, "You really want to do this?" He goes, "Nope." So we went right to the last thing on the list. We went to the bar to get the, the bloody Marys. Liberties. He probably sent you to Liberties, I bet. It's on the river? It was, uh, was well, there's one other, was there bikes hanging from the ceiling? No, it's uh, on the okay. river. It was under construction. The whole road was on the oh. oh, okay. Yeah, you, he sent you to Kelly's then, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. You know I mean? Yeah. We're right in the middle of COVID, so you got oh, two people, sure. two, two ladies working, two ho- servers working, and and uh, but they they killed it. They did a good job. The place was packed. It was awesome. Right, very cool. And we headed back oh, to the man. headed back to the fairgrounds and uh, drank beer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's not a large list of things to tour in Ellsworth, Adam. So you guys made the best of it. <laughs> yeah, it was cool though. It it, it is. Uh, we went. I, I did drive by Red Wing shoes, which you know I've had a pair of those, so that was cool. Cool. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Very yeah. nice shoes. I like them. So, what was your opinions on the brick mine in Bay City for the hills? Like, what what did you think of the style, or you know, from what you've seen racing, what did you think? I think the Jelinek family kills it, is what I think. That yes, place yeah, agreed. Is, they're efficient, but there's lots of yes. them. They get yes. they get stuff done. They don't mess around. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we tried to get directions after the, the brick mine too when they went over to the other one. What's that other one? Fordville. We went yeah. to Fordville, and uh, he tried to give me directions, and I tried to call him because the last I saw was uh, I think Jay passed us at about 100 miles an hour um, going <laughs> towards it. So we, we went the wrong way, but we finally got there. Got to meet yeah. Jay Solstrom, good dude. Uh, got to meet yeah. Grandpa, good yeah. dude. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Jelenics kill it, and I had a good time. I should. I wish I'd have entered that Fordville race. It's just kind oh, of yeah, like yeah. Man, I wish I would have. I'd have just entered something. Brought yeah, you should have. You know. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I don't want to break something. I'd have broke something, and then Jim would be mad at me because yeah. he'd had to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man yeah, adam it was my first time out there too and good lord is it hard to navigate that area especially when you lose service and you you can't use your cell phone anymore which happened to me i don't know if it happened to you but holy cow and just like there's no landmarks or like you know like the typical like microscopic hill climb sign when you get close and it's like <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was a little stressful finding both of those places for me. <laughs> and you can't see the hill until you actually park. It's like, is this where I park? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I had a basic, yeah. I think I had a, a Google Earth shot that, that uh, Musgrove had sent me. This is where the parking's at. I said, okay. And uh, we get there and park and we walk through the trees and there it is. I'm like, cool. And then a truck awesome. shows up and I'm thinking, man, is this guy armed? We're out in the middle of some guy's field, and it's it's the, it's the landowner or one of the landowners, super nice okay. guy. You know, cool. long story short, he's coming back later on for, with beers. I'm like, awesome, you're a good dude. So we walk yeah. out, and uh, yes. here comes the uh, the crop duster, and we're up at the hill because we I rode up there. We were just checking it out, and crop duster comes, and he keeps buzzing us, and, and there's Mr. Allnut. He's waving at the guy. I said, no, Jim, I think he wants us to go inside. <laughs> and so so we left the hill, and as soon as we leave, he cropped us the area, and there's bugs everywhere. When we got there, I mean, everywhere. So wow. then we we're standing by my RV and he's coming and he keeps doing it. And Jim's up there waving at him again. I said, no, no, Jim, he wants to dust this field. So we go inside, he dusted it. And within five minutes, there wasn't a bug moving. There wasn't a bug really? moving. Oh, that was Damn. awesome. Damn. That's goes, sweet. Wow. That's no, Jim, awesome. What do you think that costs? And I said, I don't think it costs anything. I think this landowner knows that guy with the plane and he just come to do it. Because <laughs> those guys are farmers, man. Didn't pay for right. nothing. He right. probably owed him yeah. a he owed him a 12 pack. He's like, I'll go dust your field for you. Right. So. Well, the other thing that people don't realize is remember when you're in North Dakota, there's a higher percentage of millionaires per capita in North Dakota than there is in Manhattan. So there's a good chance that when you're talking to a local, they're either super wealthy or not at all. <laughs> yeah, we lost we lost Adam. I was like, what was that mean? Was it something I said? But Adam just Adam just jetted out on us. So yeah, I lost you guys there for a second. We got you back. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, man. No, I was just my... saying that you don't you never knew who you're gonna meet in North Dakota, Adam. No, and then that's a pretty short trip from uh, North Dakota down to uh to Wisconsin. Actually it was nice. You know? Yeah, oh yeah. We have to see a lot yeah, of no. stuff in California water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. For yeah. sure. Well, Ingrid. it was just so awesome to have you guys uh, be a part of it. And, um, man, Joseph just – he was swinging a big hammer there at Bay City. It was super fun to watch him compete there. And um, I hope it inspires more people. I know it's a very difficult trip. I've made it myself to go from Bay City to California. It is not easy. It's expensive. It's time-consuming. And I've done it several times, but it's definitely worth it. I mean, get out here. You only got so many years to do what we do. Get it done. Put it under the belt, and uh, you won't regret it. And yeah. Unfortunately, the price of gas or diesel and everything is creeping up right now. Quit yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah. I was planning on coming back this year, but uh, I don't know. I don't know about this year. Yeah. It's um, I, I'm going to come back, but I'm coming back. Uh, we're coming back in force. I'm not going to come back with one guy. 
Right. You know. Right. So I'm I'm in the I'm in the market for a trailer right now. I want to be able to hold at least twelve to fifteen bikes, yep. and uh, get them in there and get out there and support the guys that support us. And that's you guys. Well, yeah. well no, Sweet. that's it's that's awesome. how that's how you do it, Adam. I mean, my my truck. I got a, a Cummins Dodge pickup that you know only gets eleven miles a gallon or whatever. But when Logan comes with or Luke comes with or Kirk. You know, now my truck gets 22 miles to the gallon because I, I got I split the fuel, and it's like if you get three guys in there, then it gets 33 miles to the gallon. Well, now you're driving a Civic coast to coast; it gets a lot better. So that's the only way to do it is to split some fuel with some people and uh, just make it affordable for everybody. You know, yeah. 11 miles a gallon, lucky. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine what you guys were getting in that motor home with the trailer there. But yeah, I was the just going to say about seven. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> no, Jesus. I'm surprised uh, Mark Hummel even had a chance to put a for sale sign on his fleet. I'm surprised you haven't absorbed that whole fleet by now. <laughs> no. Nah, did they sell the bikes? I'm not. They're even working sure they on it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have enough right now. Okay. <laughs> I have enough. <laughs> we've had we've had some banter as a team. You know, I think. Heavy Kev's ready maybe to – I was thinking, well, we could build another one, maybe two more, because we got a new team member. i got to give it out to Tyler's on. We have a new team member, member at, nice. at NCAA Racing. So oh, cool. Nice. Awesome. So I gave Shane my bike. I gave Shane my 750. It's now his bike. So I just – he that guy, that kid has fixed that bike every time it's broke. Um, awesome. For nothing. You know, he's been riding it for this long. So we were at Big Nasty, and Mike and I were sitting around, like, you know what, I've been thinking about giving this bike to him. He goes, well, just do it. I said – Call them over there. Yours now. So I gave him the 750, and I'm like, "Wow!" Oh, and we'll um, sell it, and we'll uh, we'll build full 90s. But hell yeah, so far so far hasn't gone. That's okay. You know, all right, we'll see. We'll see. That's all. You know, Kevin or Kevin Merrick's a busy guy, so it's not real easy to just bust out two 1290s. No, he's yeah, very no. very good at what he does. So he frames the bike so nice, and they're so well done. Like he's very good at what he does. That's Difficult to find for sure. PD loves it. I know that he wouldn't lie to me. So it's already no. getting there. Yeah, and, it, and that's the thing about those self-engineers like Heavy Wrench, and you know, now he's built you know several open bikes in different platforms, and every time they learn, they they get better and better. Every version they build, they tweak these little things, and that's where that experience really pays dividends. You know, I, I just I've seen a lot of the bikes that that Kevin's built and they just seem to get better and better and better. And that's what is hard for those guys because it takes them longer and longer and longer. Cause there's, they, they keep learning things and it adds to their list that takes away. And that's exactly. so hard for those guys because they don't want to do a bad job, but now they know what it takes to do a really good job. And it's not easy. It take, they put a lot of hours into them bikes. He, uh, would he fix, um, Galagos's bike. Galagos broke his bike in half, basically at at uh, at Columbus. He wow. just did something the bike's not designed to do. I mean, he went head on into the wall up there, and it oh, it broke okay. the uh, it broke the down. It broke basically the steering tube completely off. So I brought that oh. bike home, and I got that to Kevin, and he he got it back for the next race. You know, wow. it probably gusted it up triple to what it was before, and wow. um, just in case it ever happened again. But he right. got that thing yes. back together, and I'm thinking this thing is done. You know, he's gonna have to build right. a new plan. But he got it back. Right. Together. Unfortunately, it went. It was able to go back together, and he could, you know, add some stuff to it. It was beautiful. 
So that's amazing. Oh, yeah, amazing. that's awesome. And, and you cool. need guys like that. You need the guys. We have a motor builder. You know, uh, we Idaho is expensive for NKS racing. I'll tell you that. We <laughs> <laughs> had to send three bikes to uh, to uh, Keith Braden, who builds our motors for us, and uh, he okay. got them all done. And you know, parts are, can't get parts right now. Right, well, it's impossible. Two weeks to get a master yeah. cylinder for that twelve ninety. It's still they're waiting for to, to waiting to get it at the. Mm-hmm. Uh, got the dealers so yeah it's awful so he, he gets them done yeah. instantly and pro guys go first he says that straight up you know the pro guys take precedence over everybody else and he gets our stuff done so i know he's going cool. for a long long time and uh, i've had his kid ride my bike uh mark has you know it's you got a guy that's qualified for oakland supercross that he's riding my, my hill climb bike so that's kind of cool he's wow, a good dude. he's really, with all cool. of our guys though he's real you know he's, he's good friends with everybody so that's awesome yeah, you gotta have guys like that oh, you yeah. got you know muir we got yep. we got uh, Keith. Yep, that's awesome. No oh, one's cool. Back to Kevin too. I mean, not only is he building those bikes, but here he's running the line at Carnegie when I'm down there. I mean, he's an integral part of the whole race community there. Not only building bikes, but donating his time. I mean, hats off to you, Heavy Wrench, and that's so so awesome. And thank you so much for all your time and everything that you bring to this sport. It's awesome. So you, I agree. You guys 100%. just got that guy. Works you guys yeah. yeah, that's a lot of work too. Uh, being down there, people yes. complaining and just—oh, I know. You can't win as the uh, well cowboy knows. You can't win as a referee. You just got to understand <laughs> that yeah. it's not yeah. personal. Nope, you can't, yeah. just, especially you when you get win. the crowd booing your call, man. <laughs> yeah, I was asked to be the Naha referee one year because I, I was going. And I just was like, you know what? I just like drinking beer too much. You know, I, <laughs> I did, that's just a lot of effort. That's a lot of work. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, I, I get it. I got a question. It's what's NKS stand for? Newman Crudage and Speed. Okay, that's. I had the two right. I couldn't figure out the K. That's that's yeah, that's PDK. Okay, is, so that like a... that was a, that was an intoxicated moment between Mike and I. And <laughs> <laughs> now we've been together for I think eleven years. We we're in a, a mutual friend of ours driveway drinking beer, and he was talking about getting a team, and I said, well. You know, this is right after the, uh, I think the April race at Carnegie and Petey and Shane were had finished one two in that race, and I said, well, I know these guys. I said they might want to do it. You know, we were going to go see um, see if we could do good in Naha, and he wanted to bring Kevin out there. Kevin Newman, his kid, and you know, it's a win win, and they both said yes, and I said okay, and uh, you know, Mike did it up, man. He got the canopies, he got the trailer wrapped, he did he he did it up for that first year. Got all yeah. the bikes wrapped with new graphics for everybody, you know, entry fees wow. and everything. So that guy even had the big flags. Guy, you know, he did. He does a lot. He's unassuming and he's kind of behind the scenes. But Mike, he kills it. That guy is. Uh, he's always there for not just his kid but all of them. Wow, you know? that's amazing. That's amazing. He's awesome. me with not as big of a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man! Wow, that's very cool. It's such a family there when you go out and my experiences in Carnegie is just such a tight knit community. And it's so fun to be a part of that. And the last time I was there, it wasn't a small community. That place was bustling. I mean, damn, that last race I was out there, it was flipping packed. Was that April? Yeah, that was last the last motoclimb event there at Carnegie. Yeah, We did really good in October too. And I say we, cause I do help out. Okay. And when I say help out, we, I, I line the pits for them. I, I do, you know, I get in there, do my work so I can get a good pit spot. You know, that's all right. I ask for. It's, it's, if I can get on the other side of the road. So 
<laughs> they had a good turnout. They did a good job. That Halloween um, edition was was we had a good time. The the dirt was okay. I mean, it's dry, but they moved it to where it wasn't in a blue groove, so you didn't need metal. We okay. Very few people used metal. Um, okay. John Paul won in a tire. Oh you know? wow! So yeah. and and he was rolling. That kid. I have to agree with his dad. He's coming in hot. You know, we're going to get him some, some races. And we're, we're not coming He's there coming for 10th place. So very cool. We'll, uh, Sweet. Hopefully get him to, to, uh, to Wisconsin too. get him to, to Bay Hill there. Cause that'd be, I, like yeah. race. I had a great time at that race. That's awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah. very cool. Even if it wasn't a night race, that, that was, it was a good time. If you can get there, get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So you also yeah. took a trip out east this year and came to Devil's Staircase. So what were your thoughts of uh, that speed hill? My first thoughts were I want to show up and see what the looks on people's faces are. And I got the look I wanted. <laughs> I went up and I, I just stood in front of I stood in front of Joel until he looked up and he goes, what are you doing here? And, <laughs> and Austin I caught walking up to the, to the starting line and he just went, what the? And I'm like, yeah. And then, of course, I said, give me a wristband, man. <laughs> right. but, yeah, you know, all you got to do is act like you belong. I got into the pits, no problem. I just snuck over the fence or something. Yeah, you're fine. But uh, yeah, it was a, uh, it was, it was a lot of people. You know, yeah. it's it's what I expected from a from a bike rally. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I got a, got a good chance to talk to those guys. I was out on the other side. I, I originally went up to the. We walked up on the hillside, but you can't see real well. So I went on the other side of the of the river. And was up on the hill with the the really drunk people. <laughs> and, but, you know, not all of them. You know, I wanted to go over there and watch people roll down the hill, and there was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yes. a lot of that. And it's just amazing how little they actually know about what what's going on. You know, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they had no clue why slow bikes were coming all of a sudden, all the fast bikes, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Well, what is who's that?" I said, "Well, that's the 450 class." I had to I was just trying to explain those. Well, they're slow. I said, well, no, they're, they're 450s compared to a 2,500 or whatever some of these guys are. So, right. well, yeah. I don't want to watch this. So half those guys walked away during the 450 class. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, they wanted to see the fast guys. They're, that that's place right. there, they want to see the fast guys, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely do. Well, that's everywhere we go. I just. Yeah. See, on our series, our, our fan base does not care for the 450 class whatsoever. They like the yeah. side-by-side, but they don't care for the 450 guys. I'm not a great fan of the 450 class. It is what it is. I know I understand why it has to be there, and and I get that. But I mean, right. it's not an entry level class by any means. Most no, guys spend no. more money on their 450s than they spend on their open bike. So absolutely, yes. But I get it. I get it. There's a give and take. You know, everybody's got an opinion, and yep. Yep. yeah, just play within the rules, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's that's, that's, right. r- that's racing. You know, I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. That's just how it is. But so, yeah, agreed. I'm also on the on the fence of. The more class, the merrier for me. You know, I love watching stuff that doesn't bother me none. I like the 450 class, sorta. Depends on what the side by side is. If it's just a straight and or one turn where there's, I don't like it being lane specific. And yeah, you know, yes. I think I think Peterson's had it when they were going with the Peterson Cup. I think they they kind of said we're it's going to be a double elimination. We're going to switch lanes, so it's going to be fair for everybody. I like that, and I hope yeah. they do that. I really hope that they actually can follow through and, and have that Peterson cup. Cause it's kind of a cool deal. It's kind of like an all-star race, which yeah, uh, right. you know, hopefully we're invited to, cause I'm there, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. same. Yeah. yeah. I'm down. 
I'll be there. I want that to happen so bad. I think it's really cool for our sport to see like an actual invitational situation where you just have the best of the best that got invited to be there. And it's going to be an all out brawl. I, I, I really hope it, we had Brett on last season and he made it seem like they're going to, you know, give it another go once the dust settles with COVID and all their issues they had at the time. So hopefully it happens. I hope yeah, so. Now they're, go ahead. Now they're an official park too. I mean, yeah. they were, they were yeah. kind of battling that as well. Yes. And the, yeah. the, you know, they had some strict COVID just like California, they had strict COVID rules too. Um, yep. I think they should have two. I think one, one West coast, one East coast, maybe switch every other year. Bay Hill would be a great place to have that an all-star race as well. In my yeah. opinion. Yes. Yeah. I think that would be an awesome place. It's kind of in the Midwest. You guys are very centrally located. I realize that you can go yeah. both sides. You can go out east and west. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I remember I was there and I got there. I said, "Well, this isn't that bad of a drive." Once I'm there, you know, and I'm right. having my first beer, and I said, right. "Well, <laughs> maybe we can go to Freemansburg." And then I, I, I pulled it up on my maps and I went, "Well, shit, it's another Billings away from here." Yeah. <laughs> it's another mile from here. That's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it's I the road warrior. The, that's what what's a make it's tough still, but that's what it's available to Logan to do all the races he does because he doesn't have a race that's forty five hour drive. Yeah, there's some of them are thirty, but most of them are under sixteen. You know, and that's doable. I mean, that's doable. Short. It's not just Logan. It's you too. You're doing. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you don't go to every one of them, but you go no. to a lot, a lot of races. I try. I love it. Yeah. And just like you, Adam. I got this addiction that I can't. My only cure is to go to as many as possible. So it's you're killing awesome. it, man. You, you get a check almost every time you get on that bike. <laughs> no, I have fun. But going back to that Peterson Cup, though, I can't think of a family better to do it. That the idea they had, and mm-hmm. they that that sunny side. I mean, it's a tough pill to organize that hill. I mean it. Because it's early draws have a huge advantage. You know, that's the one thing about that hill is once it gets tore up, it's a little bit of a disadvantage. But how they do the side-by-side, man, it's pretty even. I mean, it's it's uh, definitely – I can't wait to go back. I only had one experience there, and I'm so excited to go back. I hope yeah. you do go back. We're, we're going this year. So we have at least uh, – like I said, I, we're taking uh, Kevin Newman and uh, Petey for sure. Shane might go. Um and Dawn's going to go. So we're going to have a, a pretty decent wow. crew going this year. Yeah, yeah we're, we're just itching. Yeah. You know, we're, we're over here. We're all cooped up. Need to go racing. Something's got to happen. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. I'm yeah. going. Well, I feel you there. We can't Adam, even we're, Hey, we're going. And when we see you there, follow us to the taco place. It's some of the, well, I can't say it because you're from California. So you've probably had better tacos. But we had some of the best tacos I've ever had in my life in, in, in Washington. It's crazy. Yeah, that's good. I don't like to leave the hill. <laughs> True. Okay. I'll bring them back. I'll get them to go for you. There you go. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be uh, that, that's going to be a good place, but you're right. So, you know, that's what once again make make qualification mean something. Either pay them for qualifying or let them have their lane choice. Let them have their pick. Yeah. Of, of yeah. when they go in the in the right. in the finals, you know, I want to go first. I want to go second. Yeah. There's yeah. lots of stuff. There's a lot of combinations. Well, it's, it's hard to figure out. Adam, we're gonna have to have you back mid-season to get like a, a how are how is the team going? Maybe like a mid-season report because this has been a damn blast catching up with you, dude. And we've been wanting to talk to you for a long time. 
Well, I appreciate you yeah, guys yeah. calling me. And uh, anytime, you know, I'm retired, so I don't. I just sit around here with my dogs. <laughs> I awesome. see them running around there. <laughs> yeah, they started barking earlier. I had to let them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, man, uh, yeah. Uh, just at Adam from the Hillclimb community, dude. Like you've been such a positive impact. We've talked about it on so many riders. Thank you. Like the things that you do, you imprint these people, families riders, the people around you, and all the positive things you do that I hope they come back tenfold. It means the world to all of us as a part of the Hill Climb family. Just to have someone like you being so generous with your time, your money, your bikes, everything. Dude, just thank you so much for all the things you've done. Oh, my pleasure. And I hope maybe I can get some guys out there, you know, maybe for an American yeah, yeah. Hill Climb. You know, they're all interested in doing one of those, but we just, you know, logistics is all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. Get that Shelton shuttle, get that big trailer. Not a money thing, it's just a logistic thing, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I need my buddy Jim Alna to help me out with it. You know, I need a Let's go. Let's go. You guys got to get a drive-in. There's an airport for the riders to fly in in Baltimore that is three hours from Freemansburg, hour and a half from White Rose. So yeah. I gotta get, But I got to get bikes for Joseph to ride if, I, if, if Jim goes, because he won't go unless Joseph's going. <laughs> well, you'll figure it out. You got connections. You know they people. Won't, they won't sell me their 450. I want that one. <laughs> I wouldn't sell that if I was them either. <laughs> I'm the first in line for that bike. That's good. That's good. Good. But at least that's, that's what I tell fast myself. 450. Yeah, it is fast. It's a, it's a bad dude. Yeah, Joseph's fast <laughs> yeah. himself, but that bike is no, it's no joke. That bike gets it. Yeah, exciting. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, as. Uh, Adam mentioned he's not too social media savvy, but if you want to follow me, is at Hill Climb Cop on Instagram. Yep. And I thought I was already following you, bro. I, I apologize. I just friend requested you there. So um, I thought I already had you on there. Apparently not. Well, it looks like, it looks like you're getting denied twice, Colby. Two yeah. denials. Damn. <laughs> that, that is what it says here. It's been denied a couple of times. I don't know. Whatever. No, I'm not. People follow me. Sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I'm 360. No way. Uh, there you go. You're calling you up. people. Yeah, yeah. You're getting up there. Look out. Uh, here we come. Yeah. Look out. Yep. Oh, yeah. You come out and hang out with the village idiot, you know? <laughs> Just be careful what you do on social media. He's watching. Exactly. That's right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Adam. Appreciate your Sorry time. I took up all your time. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, we're that good, was buddy. awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Wish too, you cowboy. Wish you were dating that I wasn't already top of the hill when you came around, but I'll get next you year. sometime. I'm... Yep, next cool. year. Well, I'm going to try and make some playing. West Coast races this year. Uh, in, so. in Indiana next year playing soccer still, so I think I'm going to come out the same time and, and, and cool. hit that race again just to come out and hang out. But this Woo-hoo. time I want a wristband from somebody. I don't want to be with the comedy. We'll I want to be with the important We'll people. get you one. We'll, we'll get you one. If you would have told me, I would have had you one. All you got to do is send a, send a message, bud. I'll get you. I'm your hookup. I got you. Were, you were busy. Yeah. yeah. Bring it no, down. I'm not that busy. You were busy. <laughs> Just let us know when you're coming. We'll have one at the trailer for you. Hell yeah. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. All right, bud. Thanks right, for being guys. on. Thank you for inviting right, me. Hell yeah. Yep. Take care, bud. Joel, we'll see you. See you, Adam. All right, see you, buddy. See you in Washington. See ya. All right. Thank you. Later. Bye. Bye. Oh wow! Uh, All right. Good times, boys. 
That what was a, another good one, man. That's another burner ah, of a guest, Joel. Yeah. You know what? Uh, so many people had reached out to us to have him on, and they were exactly right. And I, yeah. we talked about it. His name's been on our list for a year. Uh, and when yeah. I met him this last year, just he stick good sticks to good, right? Like you just he yeah. he's bouncing around. And I, I mean, he's just such a positive person. And yeah. he he couldn't stand still when he was at Bay City. Like he was just like <laughs> jumping around when I'm talking to him. And he, I mean, it was two days to the race. I was just down there helping Sapala's get the hill ready, and he's just jumping around. And they got their trailer right down there. They got their tent all up. They're ready to race on you know Thursday. It's like, but hold her, hold her together here a little bit. You know, it's just hold her uh, down, man. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun being around people like that, and you can just feel that energy from them. And, um, man, just I love how when we talk to these people, it comes back to a spot. We've talked to the Michigan people, and it comes back to they have a riding spot. It comes back to, you know, in Munson, Massachusetts, they're riding there when they're young or, yep. you know, White Rose or wherever, and there's, there's these epicenters and Carnegie. Man, just – no. Making legends out there, you know? It's so cool. Yep. Yes. Definitely. I love Definitely. that. Damn it. Yeah. All right, boys. Let's pay some bills and hear from these great sponsors. Let's do it. And come back at the end with fantasy. Oh, yeah. Some updates on the banquet for the American Hill Climb Series. Yeah. We're announcing our first uh, winner of the oh, Triple Crown. Oh, that's right. Our first Triple yeah. Crown winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rob Berger, yeah, ready to get that checkbook out, man. That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll find out who that is right after the commercial break, guys. All right. Hey, Nitro and Mud listeners. Nitro Pilot here to talk to you about our title sponsor, Buell Motorcycles. Founded in 1983 by motorcycle racing legend Eric Buell, Buell Motorcycles are known for their innovative designs and cutting-edge technology. So whether you're hitting the open road or tearing up a hill, Buell has a bike for you. One of the standout features of Buell Motorcycles is their use of the ETV2 1190 engine, a high-performance V-twin engine developed in-house by Buell. This engine provides plenty of power and torque, making Buell a blast to ride. In addition to their impressive engines, Buell Motorcycles also boasts agile handling and advanced suspension systems, allowing for precise and confident cornering. So if you're in the market for a motorcycle that combines style, performance, and innovation, Check out BuellMotorcycles.com and pre-order your all-new American-made Buell motorcycle today. Buell is back. The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best-looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge trusted by champions, and built by a champion. Hey, Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom, and I approve this message. so excited to talk to you about Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes. I'm proud to have grown up racing with the owners, the Palmer family, and this family are experts on luxury log and timber homes. Their website, GoldenEagleLogHomes.com, is the one-stop shop for all of your luxury log and timber home needs. They have built homes in 49 states and across Canada. They offer a range of packages from the one-stop shopping to shell to a -a one-of-a-kind package. Go support a family that supports racing. Please go to their website, goldeneaglelogholmes.com. 
What's up, Hill Climb family? Owner and operator of Lace Belt Company, Joseph Allnett here. We are so stoked to be a supporting sponsor of the Nitro and Mud Show again this year. For those of you new to Laced, we are an action sports-based company that supports athletes across the country. We offer premium lace belts and high-quality streetwear apparel for athletes who want to look good on and off the track. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes, our lace belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. With over 30 different colorways and our large selection of high-quality apparel, you'll be sure to find what you're looking for. For you listeners only, we are offering 15% off our entire site using the code NITRO. That again is NITRO for 15% off your order on lacebelt.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lacedbelt.co. Hey, race fans, the old 31 here, and I'm here to talk to you about, hey, how do you perform at your very best? I'll tell you one way to start in our discipline, that's having the best equipment. I feel like I have the best equipment. That's due to one person, Kirk Mueller. Kirk at Mueller Motorsports is a wizard. He can dyno tune any make, any size bike on his dyno, and he can get the absolute most out of all your performance parts. Hey, just ask this top performer. Hey, Nitro fans, Logan Sapala here. Get off Wish.com and find yourself a real race shop to get you on the top step of the podium. Mueller Motorsports is your one-stop shop for engine builds, suspension, and dyno tuning. I only run products and services I can trust when traveling coast to coast, striving for perfection, chasing championships. If you want the same, find Kirk on Instagram or on the web at KirkMuller49 or MuellerMotorsports.net and leave the other guys for fourth beer pinned. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at blackdiamondmx.com using discount code NITROMUD15 when you check out. That's NITROMUD15 for 15% off at blackdiamondmx.com. Look good, ride good. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of HydroPower. So demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We needed something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Orbison, the professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate HydroPower. Using the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training, we came up with HydroPower. HydroPower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market. The optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas, to push them further, and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. DW7, what do you think? Oh, yeah! Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Woo! God. Oh, yeah. Tell you hey. what, we got some great sponsors this year on board with the show and ah. it's just awesome. And all those guys and everybody helps out, just helps us keep this thing on the air and keep it going because Yeah. Just so much to keep this show going. And the more we get, the more we're gonna be able to do, we'll be able to get 
more of us to more races and meet more people. So awesome coming in the yeah. future coming. Future's looking bright for the Nitro Mud Show, just like it is for the sport of hill climbing with and everything the goon climbers are going. You got guys like uh like we just had on it's uh Adam. Adam just oh man guys on bikes and just it's awesome, man. Our sport is looking bright. Yeah. This I mean, I feel like we kicked the F and door down this year, cowboy. I mean, our guests Starting out this year, we're just ripper yeah, after ripper. Yeah. Like we're just freaking bringing yeah. the thunder. This is yeah, awesome. We're bringing talk the about heat. this. Talk about the season. We're going to start with some, you know, non-race guys because once the race season hits, we're going to be talking to all the guys that are in down and dirty and on the hill. And now we will get these guys that are in the background on here and showcase right. them because that's the lifeblood yeah. of our sport right there. Right. Yeah. As we're talking to Adam, I'm like, damn. We kind of need the liaison back on. We haven't heard from him in months. And yeah, it's like, you know, haven't. he's been up to no something. Like, the liaison's yeah. always lurking, right? Like, he's doing he, something he's we want to hear about. Right. He's doing something. I don't, he's I, doing something. I follow him on Snapchat and I see post these pictures of that weird ass electrical hospital shit he works on. I was like, what the hell is that stuff, man? <laughs> talking about Logan? Yeah. We're talking like, about Shipman. Oh, talking about Shipman Joe. I think yeah, he's the liaison. <laughs> Shipman's the yeah, liaison. Sorry, it's man. I'm yeah. I'm well, Logan had I'm, to take over for him that one time, so yeah, maybe yeah, he's see, the new one. I think. Him. Okay, yeah, I think he right, kind of lost okay. his spot. That could be. Yeah. yeah. You bail on us once, you kind of. I don't know. I feel like we need to make a new nickname for Joe too, because I he's <clears> there's I'm trying to work. I just wish I had a better vocabulary. Because with somehow we need to tie Shipman in with um, who's the uh, damn it uh, the guy oh, I can't think, I just I had the name never mind I had it I lost oh. it the eccentric <laughs> writer names tonight Jeez. yeah yeah I know I'm terrible with names I'm terrible but whatever <laughs> I got I'm working on it I got a new I got a new nickname for the show for Shipman we gotta we gotta get ironed out here so. it'll come All to right. you here in a couple minutes we'll get back to you yeah. yeah. Yeah, as soon as we stop recording, it'll come back, just like everything else. That's, exactly. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. So let's, boys. let's dive into fantasy, boys. I'm... Woo! Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, got some ballers in our group. And our group yes. continues to grow. Thank you for jumping yes, thank on. You guys. I mean, I still think it's not too late for year end or the last leg of the Triple Crown to get up there. I mean. I hope not. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. It's gonna be hard if you're just getting on now, but you're 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 a ways behind. But nothing, excuse me, nothing's impossible. But for our top five, we have just some legends in our top five. This is getting, and it keeps. Now we've only had a few races, and the top five just keeps changing. That's what's so fun about it. But right now, as it sits, and this is for the first leg of our triple crown because we've completed our last race of January and after that is our first leg like we announced. So right now, moving up to fifth place, a sponsor nicknamed JS5. Who could that be? Oh, I have no idea. Who could that be? Jason Smith maybe? No name associated, but either someone's very crafty and stole his nickname or JS5, our sponsor himself, is sitting in fifth place with 159 points 
He's a uh, top 5,000 out of over 100,000 people. Last yeah, week, he had a huge week. He scored 69 points last week and got up yeah. to fifth place. Congratulations, JS5. Congrats, Jason. You just won yeah. a set of JS5 extensions. <laughs> it's all coming together. It's all coming together. Fourth place, and he's been right there this whole time. Logan Hurst, L Hurst 37H. That's your username on our group. 167 points. Your top 2700 in the group. Uh, 167 points. Congratulations on fourth place right now. Uh, oh, jumbling yeah. around, and she's been right there as well. Callie 349, Kirk's oldest daughter, Callie Mueller, awesome. is on the podium, That's third awesome. place. She's got 168 points, bested Logan by one point. And um, she's sitting in third right now. And then here's where it gets – I mean, it was kind of close here. Second place, jumping up, AAMGR, Alligator Arms Manager, Dean Stuber. No 194 points. He scored 82 points last week. That's huge. And isn't he like – in a top 100 overall or something like that? Or right now, he's he's 334. Oh, 300. Yeah, okay. That's yep. still good, man. Top 1,000 in this group um, in that fantasy? Yeah. That's amazing. Well over well over 100,000 people. He's he's 334th right now. That's awesome, Dean. Congratulations on crushing yeah. it. Dude, you're killing it. But I tell our, you, hold up. Go ahead. Rob, go ahead. Rob is stoked right now because if he would have had to pay <laughs> Dean 100 bucks, he would have... <laughs> I don't know. I lost my checkbook. I lost right. my checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the post office probably has something where there's not allowed mail back and forth from them to from the yeah. crap they probably sent to each other. So yeah. I probably would have had to give Dean the check or something. There's probably yeah. there's probably some black black label where they can't mail stuff back and forth. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad it, I'm glad it happened. Yeah. Uh, well said, Colby. Our winner. Of the first leg of the Nitro and Mud Triple Crown cash prize of $100 is Gerald's 17, Sam and Gerald's. She has yeah. 206 Hell points. Yeah. She is 98th overall on Rocky Mountain. That is incredible. Yeah. Way to go, Sammy. Awesome job, Sammy. Woo. Sammy, if you could send one of us an address that we could get to Rob, or I don't know if Rob already has an address where he'd want your $100 set, but uh, the Redmond family will be mailing you out a $100 prize. Congratulations. You and, won um, Rob Redmond's money. You oh, won yeah. Rob Redmond's money. Well, the Redmond family, I, I think I think they're yeah. kind of all chipping in on it, so that yeah. that's all of them, but uh, thank you, and uh, can, thank you for competing, and great job, but I'm going to deliver a message from Dean. He wanted me to tell you, Objects in the mirror may be closer than they appear. So you better you better keep making those good picks. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Congrats, mm. Sammy. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Did I you guys great. get, get to watch? Way down in 90th. Yes. I did get to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I forgot it was, that an it was exciting a triple night. crown race. Didn't pay attention to anything on social media. So half the people I picked weren't even in the field. Oh, no. Dang it. Oh, See, man. I was at work all day and, you know, going through social media. I knew damn well it was a triple crown, but I'm waiting at home for the race to start. I got like 20 minutes left. I'm like, oh, crap. I got to make my picks. 
Yeah. So while I'm making my picks, I totally blacked out the fact that it was a triple crown. I don't think my picks would have changed, but maybe a little bit here and there. You know, you know when you gotta right go for the long haul, it's a, it's more of a an average type of situation. So yeah. I think my picks might have been a little different if I would have remembered that. But I just like in the moment, I was like, rushing to get them in, even though yeah. I had 20 minutes. But still, still, so, yeah, I yeah. kind of. Like Brandon, I kind of shit the bed a little bit on my picks yeah. a little bit. I had Cooper to win, but I think he's one of the guys that does, you know, he's been consistent, and yes. I feel like he was due for a win, and he just, I yeah. don't know, man. God damn it. He was he I was mean, right there. He was close to it. I mean, he had yeah. a yeah. bad first session, but he was right there in the last two. Just Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, and the... I just refuse to pick Sexton to win right now because he's so yeah. unpredictable. I, I mean, I, I picked him to win it. because I figured he needed one. He was due for one because he's yeah. been right there. Wasn't looking good yeah. for him at first either. <laughs> no. I mean, I I would like to know how many people didn't have Eli in the top five, right? Like, yeah, that's that had to have been very small percentage, right? That didn't that's where I'm wondering, like, where do these people get their information? Like, how, like, the top five in our picks in our group. What do you know that I don't know? How the hell did exactly. you pick yeah. Eli not right. in the top five? Or maybe you did and just got lucky somewhere else. I don't know. But and then what the you hell? know how how Rocky Mountain scores that wild card is just as much as picking the winner. And I once again I was one spot off. I think I had Savachi, and I think he was thirteenth or something. I missed it by a freaking spot. You know, and it's like if you hit that, it's huge, and it's yeah. so difficult to pick twelfth place. I mean, that's yeah. throwing yeah. a dart. You know, it's like especially Craig. you had Craig. Okay, yeah. all right. I think yep. that's who I put in twelfth too is Christian Craig. So yeah. that's my no. bone to pick with uh, the programming. When they showed results, they didn't go past I think eleventh or maybe tenth with their their scoring thing. So I don't know. Yep. I haven't even looked to see where it all played out, but right. Yeah, it's it's tough. That was a wild I mean, night. That was a wild night. Yeah, the Triple Crown, I kind of like that they do a couple of them. I'm glad that that's not the format every week. I would not like it if that's all it was. But yeah. I do like that they have a couple of them. You know, I mean, yeah. I think that it's entertaining to watch. But, man, I do love the old format of there's a heat, there's an LCQ, you boil it down. These are the best people at the gate, and it's just one whole shot for everybody like that. I love that how build up how it works. I I, I do enjoy that, but um, the thing that you got to really pay attention to the triple crown is like when they're going through like all right, you know Sexton's at six, Tomax at five, Anderson's at six. Like there's only a certain amount of people that can actually even win for that last gate drop. You know, I mean yeah yeah and. And then, oh, it, so you got to really pay attention to, when you get to there to what can happen, or you know, it was it was really interesting. So there was a small glimpse in the possibility that this whole thing is rigged, though. I don't know if you guys <laughs> caught it. No, unless everybody had this on their bike, but I only seen Factory Phil with <laughs> the glowing fork tubes or triple clamps. <laughs> And the fact that he ended up in first place and they got to test these things out is just beyond me. I don't understand how they just got lucky. Like the the lightning struck in just the perfect spot to where they got to test these glowing fork or uh, triple trees. Triple I just plants. Ah. 
I just don't see how that is possible. Like, when does Factory Phil ever get in first place in a main event? Never. That's right. so rare. And all not of a sudden, even a whole shot. Yeah. It's just like, what the hell? How did that play out? Unless that everybody had it, but I didn't fixed. see. I didn't see anybody else with glowing triple trees. Right. Not no, one person no. all night. So right. I, I don't know. Something a little fishy about that, if you ask me. When I when I heard all about it, and I saw it too, I'm like, "What is that on his bike?" And then Nathan was over here. We had a little couple people over at the shop, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I heard that they were putting that on a couple of bikes or his bike to try it out." And I gotta say, like, I really like that. Not for me so much because we have the TV, but I mm. bet you that helps the flaggers a ton. You know? Oh, sure, and the crowd. How, yeah. Yeah, and, and the flaggers to watch the race and to know where the leader's at and everything like they used to have, or maybe they still do, where the marker or when the leader goes by it, it will flash, and that helps everybody, the, you know. And like you said, the crowd, I hope they figure something out where – but the hard thing is is you don't want to distract the rider. I don't know if they could put it like under the front fender or under the rear fender or something like that where I thought that the triple clamps was a terrible spot because you're kind of looking in that area like – why would you want that? Like, put it behind the rider so they're not distracted well, by it. I don't know. A but. good rider should not be looking at the front of their bike. Yeah. They should be no. looking forward. Looking yeah, forward. true. True. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, still, like, they're... It could it could play with you, though, if, if that's, like, in the, you know, your visual at all. It might mess with you. I could see that for sure, Jordan. Yeah. I, I just think, like, yeah. why not just have it behind them where you know it wouldn't bother them? That's what I thought was kind of funny, but... Whatever. I mean, I'm not a official, mm -hmm. but I did like the idea of it. That was kind of cool. Yeah, the idea is good. Yeah, they got their head in the right place. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the glowing puck in hockey that they tried to have, or the TV crew to know where the hell the damn puck was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pre. Was it made definition. by Nerf? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Was it made by Nerf? Hey, I don't know, but I could actually follow hockey there for a minute while they were doing that. Yeah, like I remember the two that. Two games they did it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, hey, I know what's going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, I'm not Minnesota have... enough. I don't think I've ever watched a professional hockey game in my life. Oh my God! And you call yourself a Minnesotan? Well, barely. Jeez. I I've yeah, only barely. Seen You've never seen hockey. Man. I've watched it in person, like high school stuff here locally, but I don't think I've ever watched one on TV. Isn't that like the yeah. state sport? Yeah, but cowboy, we're poor. Like sure. that's that's rich kids that play hockey. Like that's we don't yeah. can't for that kids, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, Mighty Ducks, man. That makes the whole movie of Minneapolis there and the poor kids and the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. I mean I watched that movie. I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, there we go. You watch the movie. You're a hockey fan. You watch the Mighty Ducks. I gotta be fair though. I don't watch any sort of sports on TV. That's just not me. So it's yeah, not I, just hockey. I don't either. Supercross is literally the only sport I watch on TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I watch football. I got. I would never football. pay for a Peacock subscription to watch hockey or anything like no. that. So that just right. goes to no. show you, like, I, I literally have Peacock just for Supercross. So yep, yep. <laughs> Same. I I bought it for Supercross, but now we have it for Peppa Pig for my little girls. Oh, of so course. That, oh, that, yeah. that, you know, yeah. that, they they like that too. Yep. And oh, then Peppa it's Pig. it doesn't suck to have the Office because they have like the Office like the super fan episodes. <laughs> And that's yeah, like my some staple. Good, there's some good things on there. So. Yeah. Like I've my oldest like loves the office now. We even have like an oh, office yeah? kids. Yeah. Because when I'm in the shop, that's all I got. So I have the office on and she just loves it now. We I mean, <laughs> maybe that's not good parenting. I don't know, but I like it. No, that's good, good yeah, parenting that's, right there. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's great. 
Teach them young. She yep. learns a good dry sense of humor. Get her far right. in life that way. Yep. Uh, All right. So good news with the fantasy. Thank you for everybody playing. But unfortunately, some sour news. Yeah, oh boy. but her. Yeah, but her. Know, which which one was want to bring the sour news? I guess I'll do it. Got the call from Rob. The American Hill Climbs Award Banquet is not going to happen February 11th. Uh, Very disappointing that not enough people put in their money to make it feasible. Like, we weren't going to do it with 10 people showing up. No. and I think there was 30 total with six actual athletes coming. And and then family and stuff, but still. Yeah, exactly. It just didn't make sense for Rob to put this whole thing on. give out all these awards when it it just wouldn't have a good look for us. And I mean, I understand it's, especially for the East coast guys, it's a trek out there. And I talked to, you know, Phil has, you know, a race series he's doing this winter. And one of the races is that day. Yeah. And I get there's Devastator was trying to get, you know, move things around on his work schedule for his business, but he had work scheduled that day. Uh. But it's still yeah. you got I'm a majority sure of variables. The, majority of our American Oak Line family is within eight hours of that place. Yeah. I just feel like that news came out long ago, long enough for you to plan yes. around it quite a bit. And I, I do get, you know, like Joel and some other folks have obligations that are already pre planned years in advance or whatever. It's like something you can't really escape from or whatever. But uh, I just feel like with all the years that it's been out east, what's a couple of seasons doing it where the two champions are from? I just feel like it yeah. makes sense to have it here. I think it makes and, total uh, sense to have it there with the way it's structured. And most of our riders and families are from that area again. And it just yeah, makes sense. It did make sense. And like we talked about before, the logistics of Rob traveling with all these awards, not yeah. to mention... Yeah. Let's just give Rob a pat on the back here real quick because he went above and beyond to prepare this whole thing. Right. And get all these awards yep. made. He he made extra awards this year to make more people want to come and feel special and yeah. have these opportunities to collect an award to have on your mantle and be proud of what you do. And yep. got a lot more budgeting from AMA and other folks to to do this and uh it's kind of a slap in the face that he doesn't get to present these in a professional way, in my opinion. And I really feel, I feel bad for the champions that don't get to collect their awards in a professional manner in an event like this for the first time ever, you know, obviously these guys have won championships before, but it still sucks. And then the other folks that were going to win the hard charger award and the uh, rookie of the year and all that stuff, like that's a big deal for these people. And it would have been a new person this year and they don't get to, experience that in front of the crowd in front of their peers in front of the people that they competed against and stuff and now you know however it works out in the future i don't know like that's got to be a serious blow to rob to have this happen you know with all that work that it's just uh it's frustrating him and the work that him and nancy put in on this and it's just it's frustrating and it's disappointing because this night is a night for us to celebrate our accomplishments as American hill climbing mm-hmm. competitors. It's and yeah, get that night to hang out with each other. I was really looking forward it, to it's a race out, day. Man. We don't get time. It's, it's down to business. It's a show. We're there to do a show and we don't get to have fun. This is the time where you get to have fun and you can 
be a little rowdy and have a good time with your friends. And yeah, I'm just very disappointed that didn't happen. That's my point too. Like, uh, you know, race day. Yeah. We all see each other, but we don't really get to interact and have fun. It's like, you come in, you do your business and we leave. And this is that one time a year that we all get to just kick back and relax. And there's no pressure on anything. No one's got to be anywhere. We're just all there in the same room. And yeah, it's a bummer. And to go back on, on the awards, we used to only give plates or recognize the top 10, and we were going to recognize almost the entire field that yeah. accumulated points in every yeah. class. Yeah. You know, everybody was going to get to go on stage, and it was looking, if we would have got everybody there, it would have been cool to have 20 people in each class up there with their plate. Yeah. Just would have been looked really good and a good look for us. But I bought a wide-angle lens for my camera just to be able to capture 20 people in one shot. Yeah. See, geez, Colby's out like however much that costs, whatever. Four hundred dollars, no big deal. Yeah, you'll you'll use that wide angle lens again. I'm being real quiet here because I know I'm part of the problem. So I I apologize, guys. Man, I feel that was one of those ones when the day came out, you were right up and hey, I I'm gonna try and make it, but I don't know if I can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every right there. It's like there just wasn't even any like communication if people had conflicting interests. It's just like I don't know if they just forgot. And and, and all didn't get all that you guys time. said. Like I think everybody feels bad because they know how hard everybody put effort towards that and how much it means to everybody. But yeah. I mean if we look, if we look at like other series, I mean Naha used to go to Vegas, you know, and have a big production and they stopped doing that and they're just busy everybody's so damn busy now you and, know and, and, I, busy it's, just and the... it's that it's that extra cost too and i get it like for yeah people here in the east coast i mean that's that's right. a trek to go out there for right not the chance of a return on your investment but right again, and it's, it's not like, even it's not even close to the same but i had talked to you guys and i had said like you know i think you know the way to do it is just do it the day before White Rose, the first race. See if maybe we could rent the clubhouse or something. Most of the people should make it if they're at the first White Rose. We get together the day before, maybe you know, have lunch, blah blah blah. Have and have when we stand up, have a big line of people there for the pictures, and you know, recognize the people's last years for before next year starts or whatever. And we're already all there, so hopefully, then it's you're not you know. Maybe you could get more involvement. It's not going to be the same, though, because we're not going to be hooting and hollering and whooping it up because tomorrow's race day. But at least we could all be together and acknowledge everybody's efforts yeah. that way, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think that might exactly be the way to get it out and get these awards out this year for it. But I, I think the best way to do it is do it like AFT does it. And the night after the first race or the day, I mean, after the last race, they hold their banquet. Yeah. Oh, that's that'd be killer. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Like so go the night after. What is it for everybody to Devils? stay in Ohio for another day? Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be awesome. The, you know, <laughs> race race Sunday. Yeah. And do the banquet Sunday night. I, I say that unless I have a day like I had this year and after the race got done, I wanted to crawl in a hole and never come out of it because it was like <laughs> one of the biggest failures in my life. And I told my wife, I'm like, I need to get out of here so I can cry in private. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, but see, you have time. You go back, you change, and then you go have some have some drinks with your friends. And yeah, we can stay with you a whole lot better when you way. got that right. that tie. That right, yeah. plate, you know? You'll be right, the one yeah. guy in the crowd booing Logan when he goes up to get his number one. <laughs> yeah, I don't even go to sleep. I just drink all the way through to the yeah. banquet. You'd but be I, such a Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. Sunday after Dayton, I think, is Sunday that would be awesome. the best, yeah. best time to do because you have the biggest rider turnout. Oh, like that yeah. That'd that be awesome. Do. I yeah. mean, it would be a little hard to have. The, you wouldn't be able to have the names on the plates except for Unless you knew right up going in, who's going to end up with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, they wouldn't be personalized at all, for that matter. Yeah. But uh, uh, it'd still be good to get it knocked out while it's still fresh and whatever. I guess that's the next best thing. But yeah, but I mean, the yeah. rookie of the year, the hard charger, all that could have been figured out, and those could be all set and ready to go for that. You know, that night. Right. Mm-hmm. It would just be your finishing plates and your glass awards for first second and third that wouldn't have the personalization on them yeah and, I, and you I, send that back was, to the engraver and have your name engraved right. on them and mail back to you you know i'm mm-hmm. just one opinion too and it doesn't come for anything but i mean i think it's amazing like what they do for all the trophies but honestly like you only need like the top five and after that i think just accommodation because I mean, honestly, for me, like, I don't display anything unless it's a one. Like, I, everything just goes in a bin. You know, like, I, I, I just, I, for the way that my mind works, like, if it's not a one, I failed. You know, so it's like, I, that's why you look behind me, I got two trophies on the wall. <laughs> you know, it's like, but, you know, it's like, well, those are the, those are the ones that I remember, you know, so I just I mean, think. You got them, you got them young guys, though, that, that five or that four, that means something. That's their biggest accomplishment to date. You know no, I mean? They I'm haven't saying, reached that like, Yeah. Right, a top five, absolutely. But after that, I don't think that they need to spend thousands of dollars to put. You know, I mean, I think it's very they, generous. They don't. It's, it's extremely. Rob yes, it's extremely everybody. generous. I know, and it yeah. is extremely generous. But that's a lot of effort and a lot of money. Where I think that, for the most part, yes, there is people that would do anything. But I think that just a, a printed combination or something very simple after fifth. With all it would take and then that way if we do the day after it would be a lot simpler if you had it the day after you could have everybody recognized but you know you don't have to have this whole you know storage container full of trophies that you got to carry with you either you know yeah. yeah i mean the only other way that you could do it to personalize the plates or whatever would be have the plates made up blank and then have luke bring his printer along to dayton and print them yeah. out real quick but Man, yeah, that, yeah. that'd be a lot of work to get that many plates printed out yeah. and put up. Well, and Joel, I think to your point, I strongly believe this would be the last year Rob's ever going to do it that way <laughs> after what happened. I yeah. think yeah. I think yeah. that was a bl- – I don't I, think we'll see a top 20 number plate anymore. No, it's – I mean, I just – I appreciate his efforts so much, but I just, you know, I don't know how to word it, but I think that, you know, the effort to showcase the people – and you know the top ten to get up there on stage and accept an award, and the top five to have a physical award. But after that, I just I don't know if it needs to go much farther than that. You know. Yeah. It, it's, but you know, I mean, this is that's just my opinion. It's just and no, I, it's, it's not worth it. Good opinion. I'm just, I'm just voicing. I, I think stuff, it's a you know? good opinion, and it it all works out. But like this night was to showcase us. Rob didn't do all this work for him. Like he doesn't get any no. gratification out of handing these awards. Well, he might. Right. 
feel happy but it was it's a hundred percent for the people that are involved in the sport to be recognized in front of their peers for their accomplishments for this season yeah and it's i don't know i'm very bummed that it didn't happen i don't want to say that i'm upset with anybody i'm bummed because i understand there's plenty of reasons people couldn't make it money gas is expensive to drive there you know you you want to keep your money to get to the races where you're going to make the money. I, I, I totally get that, but right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was not, not, re- not exactly the same, but I was just talking to uh, Logan. We we're, we we're watching the supercross or whatever. I don't know if we're talking about stuff. And I was like, man, just, you know, thinking about the future and don't know how many more years I'm like going to be pressing hard. And I was like, it's just like the way that my brain's wired, like, if I have a race, like I'll structure my family and my business and everything to make damn sure I get to that freaking race, you know? But if we just had like the most epic ride weekend, I would probably skip it. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's not a race, you know? So it's like yeah. your, your brain, like, like, you know, like I, my, one of my best friends, like he's a huge Packer fan. Right. And he used to farm and work a hundred hours a week, but he'd come watch the Packer game no matter what, you know? Cause that like, he prioritized that. You know, so it's like yeah. in a racer's mentality, they have all this. We all have to work. We all have full-time jobs or businesses or whatever. And you're trying to prioritize all your time to put towards this stuff. And unfortunately, the race takes over everything. And then it's, you know, family and what have you, business. And the banquet just doesn't get a high enough uh, qualification in our mind. And um, I, I feel awful because I'm definitely part of the problem. I could have skipped my contest that I'm going to. And, you know, I just made it a priority to do that instead of this. And I, I, ter- I feel terrible that I'm part of the problem, but, um, man, well, I, South Dakota, thanks you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take uh, care of some of their, their environment problem. there, getting rid of them coyotes, yeah. but well, and you know, Nancy and Rob and all you guys, like they, they contacted a lot of the riders and they were trying to make it work for everybody. And I knew right away that it wasn't probably going to work for me. And I, you know, I said, don't schedule this around me. Like I, I'm one person, like whatever works for the, the most of the people, that's, that's what matters, you know? So well, there yeah. was lots of efforts to make this work for a lot of people. So, uh, and I know this coming in the last two weeks of this too, Rob was personally making phone calls to, to riders to find out what, what their plans were. Cause they didn't have their stuff in. Yeah. yeah, I got a text that all the coyotes were gone, and I didn't didn't need to go to North yeah. Dakota. That's <laughs> Rob that. sent me a text and said yeah. coyotes are gone. Why don't you send your packet in for the banquet? And I'm like, oh man, I feel so bad. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> uh, but I I really think from this year, like I, it's going to be Rob's call on that because you know it's his his show. But I, I think Sunday night after Dayton is our best call to have everybody there. Is no. No mix up. You pay for your ticket at sign up, or you know, you know it's ahead of time, and you pay for it at one of the races and get that all in. You already have a motel room. You're already there. Yeah, you oh, raced awesome. all weekend. I I think it's our best bet to have our best turnout for the banquets. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And so, That's... like even when I put the post out to go, I knew like we don't have a lot of we have big classes, but we don't have a lot of rides. We have right, twenty people basically. Right. That are yeah. that are riders and in their family. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, and this thing's opened up to our fans too, if they want to, and they see the information. Like it's on right. the public site. Fans can buy a ticket and attend this banquet. Right. 
you know? Well, that'd be cool. You announce that at Devil's Staircase, and they want to come and shotgun beers with Ryan Rassa tomorrow to celebrate his. Maybe that Let's Go Brandon guy from White Rails will show up and want oh, to party. He'll definitely be there, man. <laughs> yeah. That guy will be there to party. <laughs> but that's the draw. Come party with these riders and get to see what these guys are all about. But Right. Once How far again, is that? Just, how far is that Rasa Ranch from freaking Devils? Maybe that's where we should go to after Devils. Devils. Yeah. Well, he's Nine in Pennsylvania, hours. so. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, that'd be too. That'd be too hard. He's he's yeah. over on almost the eastern shore of Maryland, so. Okay, yeah, that ain't gonna work. Yeah, that's out it's there. Like, it's like nine hours, but I mean that'd be a great spot for a banquet. Just their. <sighs> yeah. Little yeah, backyard yeah. bar going on there, man. Yeah, yeah. that'd be sweet. Yeah. But there's definitely plenty of places to do it. Dayton, you know. Right. I mean, I could say you could do it right outside at the club grounds after it's over, but that might be a little chilly in October at night there. So, should ask Kirk uh, where he stayed last year because you said in the parking lot there was a Hooters. That'd probably be good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. if they had like a little banquet hall there or something, that'd probably go over pretty well. <laughs> I mean, most, <laughs> most motels have some kind of banquet hall. You get a nice hotel or something to have right. a banquet in. I mean, it's, it would definitely I mean, it's... work. Or a Lions Club or a Harley dealer or something, you know what I mean? Right. I'm sure that yeah. Dayton could work something out with that Harley dealer over there to like move their showroom around. We could do it in their showroom. Like that would be cool. Yeah, oh yeah. That would be awesome. There's so many opportunities and just I think it's something we just need to change on how it is and instead of being in the middle of winter when everybody's got things to do or unsure their finances for the summer and their time off. Right. That's the other thing, time off. I mean, you got to use think, all your like, time to get to the races yeah. you get to. I think everything's expensive. I mean, I, I really think it's more about the time than it is the money. And that's where if you could link it with the last race of the year, where now it's not, you're not forfeiting an entire weekend. Yeah. You know, I think oh, you'd get a huge turnout. And that's what we want. We want a huge turnout, you know. It is. And really to fly out there, it's not that much. I mean, the round trip was... 400 bucks right i couldn't drive out there for 400 bucks in my truck no yeah no way no way yeah between tolls and gas it would cost me way more than 400 dollars to drive to rochester minnesota i sure hope that you didn't already have it scheduled to go to sport wheels with la nick no i didn't call (laughs) nick i didn't have enough time right like okay the way it was i'm gonna fly in due to the banquet sleep two hours and then fly back out at seven o'clock sunday morning Oh, oh God! Yikes! So I oh, I didn't God. know it was a turn and burn for this trip, but okay, all right, yeah, that was a turn and burn, dang. Yeah, <clears throat> but I've done right. worse turn and burns. So <laughs> I flew out to Vegas on a Saturday morning for the race and flew out Saturday night. Oh wow, that is a turn over. and burn, dang! <laughs> all right, so we... we go ahead, Joel. Oh, we are catching you back in Pennsylvania, cowboy. You made it back yep. from Florida. I am back from Flow Florida. Rider. Speaking of that, did you guys, man, you didn't see it, because it, it, Colby, did you see the videos they put of them hills in Florida? Uh, I haven't the seen guys the, shared. The... I think it's on the Facebook messenger board. Oh, maybe I did see that then. The, the guys well, sent hills from, they were doing down there. They were on trikes, but trikes. a lot steeper hill than I thought. <laughs> wow. I it's funny you those. should mention that, though, because I wanted to change the subject on to yeah. <laughs> well i i think it's like should be a new uh section of the show honestly 
What's okay. happening on Hill Climbers Only? There's a few <laughs> oh. things. There's a few things I wanted to bring up. Oh boy, I haven't even um, looked at Hill Climbers Only, and I so basically it's some stuff, stuff for sale. Um, Carson Lloyd okay. has the legendary 590 for sale. Wow, and Dang, he's all dressed up. You know, Team Peterson Lucas Oil thing is looking fresh. It's won multiple championships. Um, it only has 32 hours on it, apparently. Wow. Yeah, you can find that that post on Hill Climbers Only on Facebook. There's a lot of extras and uh, more to it. Does he have, a, book, does he have so. a price tag on that sucker? Uh, 8000 Oh, wow. wait. Wow. What a deal. Nope. nope. I was going to say, that's a deal. There is over 8000 worth of parts on this beautiful yeah. I don't think there's an actual price. I'm not yeah. seeing an actual price. So you got to call or DM him for yeah, I was what he say actually that, wants, it looks like. Just to make it a big bar, you're yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands. So yeah, 8,000 so. is a little light. I don't think you're going to get it for that. No. And then um, I wanted to go full circle, go back to these awesome 1986 CR500 extensions that I saw. Yes. <laughs> and I'm thinking back, and I kind of. I forgot that swing arms back, they were sleeved. So, like, right, they yeah. sleeved into the swing arm. That's why I was yeah. really confused. They're still goofy as shit looking, don't get me wrong. They, I mean, it looks like no engineering was involved in these, just okay. simplicity. So, moving on from that. Here, we'll show um, Joel. Joel hasn't seen him yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Does it come with a Does it come with a, pelt, a pack of self-tap screws to, to yeah. lock them in? Yeah, that's what you need. Um. Cody Miller is still trying to sell a set of JS5 extensions for an 02450 gas gas. So anybody looking for some extensions on a gas gas, get after that. Wow. And then speaking of Jason Smith, he's still running a 50% off. A couple more days left. That was yesterday. So I would get on. Well, it's going to be over by the time the show airs, unfortunately. Oh, dang it. But still. I can still capitalize. Tell him you heard the show. We recorded on Monday, so maybe he'll give you a little wiggle room. I don't know. Right. He may. Either way. Heard it from the show. Either Either way. way, It's just some Jazz 5 extensions. You're looking for extensions in the sport. Yeah. Mention the show either way, and he'll give you a discount, I'm sure. Exactly. And then uh, Bodie Neeson's got a 2016 YZ450 hill climb ready bike for sale. And it looks nice. It looks cherry. Nice. Anybody looking for a race bike out west? Uh, I'm. He's out west, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does Fair it come with the big cock racing stickers on it or not? Uh, it's rubber. What does it say? Rubberhead. Team Rubberhead. Rubberhead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I loved when they had the big cock racing on those. That was. This good. one does not have big cock on it. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, there is the, the, a picture of it down there with that on there. Okay. Is there? Oh yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah, there's that American flag and the big yep. cock racing. Yeah, I saw that walking through the pits, and that got me to do a double take. I was like, "Dang!" <laughs> You're right. It does. Oh my god. Uh, wait, 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 wait. He Bode Neeson's not fourth beer pinned, is he? <laughs> oh, we didn't just. We didn't, graphic, he might be. We didn't. We that didn't just sense, find. We just didn't find. Is there a front fender on it, or is there anything that's been altered? I mean, there is, but there's a huge American flag strapped to it. So I mean, come on. We're on to you, We're not even trying to mask it anymore. You're just. We're on to you, boat. We're on to you. I I'm wondering that camp. They they're kind of like that. I I can see it happening. 
Yeah. Nice. So uh, that's it for this week on Hill Climbers Only. Yeah. That's what that's I got. That's a segment. That should yeah. be a weekly segment. That, that should I, be a segment. There's all kinds of good things on here that people see yeah. and, and get posted. Yeah. Yeah. You missed see, the I, uh, 1975 that. Otaco that went yeah, to I saw that. at Meekum. Yeah. Otaco Hill Climber. Wow. I was cool. talking to LA Nick today, and man, the oh. prices some of these bikes were selling for out there is just insanity. How many he'd buy? I don't think he bought any, <laughs> but uh, I'll just go through some of these real quick, too. Um, a KZ900 sold for over 50K. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know wow. what the year of it was, but a Yamaha Midnight Special sold for 35000 <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Some wow. old Makos and some other old dirt bikes were selling for well over 10K, apparently. So Jeez, man, the market man. is insane. Huh. The market's there, man. I hope Facebook Marketplace people don't follow Mika Auctions. You're going to have... All these bikes up for sale at that price. Jesus. I'm just Christ. wondering if you sent one of Phil's triumphs through there, what it would bring. I bet it'd be insane. <laughs> Probably. It, it would be. Yeah. I, I think if someone yeah. actually wanted that technology or man. I think if you really wanted to hit a wide market, you'd put a stock swing arm on there, but dude. <laughs> I and think it would really be. It. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just yeah, the, I think like a lot of that's like art, you know. Like they're buying this exactly. as art, you know. I yeah. mean that, that or a triumph mm-hmm. collector or something like that's just uh, another expression yeah, it's, it's of a, what's possible. One off you know? piece of of triumph art right there. I saw. Yeah. Bill was out there. He was showing some yep. videos. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I asked Nick if he ran into Bill at all, and he said he didn't. He didn't know what he looked like. He didn't see him at all. Okay. Uh, he did meet Mike from American Pickers though. That's cool. awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably That's a really jerk because cool. he seems like a really good guy. He's probably like a huge Tom. <laughs> I, well, I know the other guy is. That Frank. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, Frank. He was, they partied in Mankato one night. They were they were in the area and they partied at one of our local bars here. And I know some people that happened to be there. And I guess he was a major creep. Yeah, I think that Frank he was. Looks, yeah, he looks like a Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And next week on the show we got Frank. Yeah. Hey Frank, how's it going? Frank. Don't don't listen to last week, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, hey guys, we, we can have another segment show here because and you guys can actually find us information because it's on US Hill Climbing. Yeah. He sent me a PDF form of all the winners from every round and the champions. From 1974 to 2005. Wow. In American. Wow. Hitler. Very cool. Damn. That he yeah, found he's been doing it somewhere. Homework. I don't know where he found this list, but man. I love like how he's launching like the specs for the bikes and stuff too. That's cool. Yeah. You know, yeah, like that, that just good cool information. Like I, and, like I, he's doing a lot of stuff. It's really and, cool. And speaking of that, so yeah. man, riders past, present, amateur pro. Yeah. Get your stuff in there and get on that rider profile. You yeah. Know, that's. That's just a cool spot to have, and you can send potential sponsors to that site to see. Yeah, it's cool as heck, and you're all pos- posterity. You can see it. Like, I've been yes. telling my brother, I'm like, get your stuff on there. It's cool. Like, put Yeah, your I stuff should do on. that. I didn't really yeah, think about like, that. Yeah. I didn't yeah, think I was You're a past rider. You can get your stuff on there. 
Oh, yeah. Cowboy, I love seeing the picture of you reading about you. It's like who doesn't like to read about hell that yeah. stuff? It's cool as hell. Like uh, amateur pros, like all get he wants them all on there. It's awesome. It's cool just to go see the people and if you got a cool picture, put it on there. It's neat, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, here we'll we'll give you one here. So if you want, pull up U.S. Hill Climbing and find this this list if you can find it. 1980, 750 cc winner, Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. This is amateur or pro? This is pro. Okay. 1980. 1980. 750 winner. I have no clue. It's, oh, uh, Lex- a- it's for, the, the winner was from He's- Lexington, Kentucky? No, the race is in Lexington, Kentucky. The winner was from oh. Ohio. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. He was Tom on Thompson. The show. Oh, he's on the show. Not Tom Thompson. He was, he was on the show. <laughs> that would be none other than Earl Bowlby. Oh, oh dang. That's one of like four that. names I know from back then. Yeah. I should have just said it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Jammer, but that's too Honestly, early for one Jammer. of the four names mm-hmm. you would know from back then would probably be, you could say any one of the four and get it. Yeah, right. Well, here's one. Here's a name we all know. This guy was around in our era, wasn't riding, but owned a team. He won Muskegon, Michigan in 1980 in the 750 class. Dr. Bob. I was just no. going to say. Damn. From West Virginia. Everybody's favorite hillbilly. David McCutcheon. Oh. McCutcheon. oh Left hand okay. West Virginia. Wow. Left hand? Left hand, West Virginia. wonder what that's they're doing, left name. hand, West Virginia. Yes. Wow. You're shitting me. That that's is the name of the name. town that is that on is this official document. <laughs> is left hand, get, West Virginia. You're going to get, at every airport you go to, you're going to get a special <laughs> search if that's where you're yeah. from. <laughs> okay, so I got to say something. Way left field here. Okay. I'm watching on Netflix last night. Unsolved Mysteries, the new version of Unsolved Mysteries that's on Netflix. And there's a UFO uh, episode. Guess where it takes place? Muskegon, Michigan. <laughs> now you're shitting you. 1994. Anybody listening that was around Muskegon, Michigan in 1994, did you see the lights? Did you see them? I got to yeah. know. Now, that must have been like, like the biggest deal to ever happen to Muskegon besides the hill climb hill. So I gotta know. Well, I mean, did it happen on the weekend of the hill climb? Because that would explain why everybody saw the lights. Yeah. <laughs> it was a rental car. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, against my better judgment, I'm going to say the words that are about to come out of my mouth here. Okay. But okay. We all know that I'm from Wisconsin, right? And the little town uh-huh. that I went to school was Spring Valley, Wisconsin, okay? Mm. Well, shit goes downhill. You follow the river downstream a few miles. There's a little town at Elmwood, okay? And in the 90s, when I was in Elmwood, there was a guy that was petitioning the city to build a UFO landing strip. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Just in case. Seems about right for this, Wisconsin. This okay. town has UFO days all right that's their okay. town festival is you i gotta days. come check that out i'm hooked i can line and sinker on the ufo craze <laughs> there's like five bars in a town of like 600 people right and what they would do when i was a kid now they don't do it because it's not 
environmentally friendly or whatever, but an airplane <laughs> would fly over and they would throw out the little paper plates, like little saucers <laughs> or whatever. Uh-huh. They would just dust the whole town with them. And then you'd run around and every now and then there'd be a plate that would say like a dollar. And then you would go take that plate in and they'd give you a dollar or whatever. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. And then cool. there was like, there was like one plate that said a hundred dollars on it. So like there's thousands of these plates that they'd dust out. The airplane would come through, dump them out, flood the town with the plates, kids, you know, getting run over by cars and tractors and everything else running around <laughs> trying to grab these damn plates or whatever. Kind of but the it precursor was... to pull tabs. <laughs> started it all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they were trying to fund a UFO landing strip in Elmwood, Wisconsin. So Muskegon, I feel you. I feel you, Muskegon. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. great. Yeah, at 17, I saw a few flaws in the guy's pitch when he was talking about it. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Another, I got another one. Uh, when you were asking Adam how he got into hill climbing, Joel, I get my cartoon bubble popped up. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just picturing Adam pulling over super high on the highway <laughs> for some sort of like possessions charge or some shit. And Todd's like, hey, man, hey, hey, hey. Listen here. <laughs> I get you got to pull me over, but you want to know something cool? There's a hill climb going on this weekend. You should come check it out. And that's what got him hooked. That's my that's my take on that. Yes. Adam pulls over Todd, and he's got like a, a bud tall boy between his legs, and he doesn't <laughs> yeah. even hide it. Just like, yeah. <laughs> like, bud, you need to go to Carnegie. He's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh. awesome. I love your cartoon bubbles, cowboy. Colby, that's awesome. Yeah, Colby, yeah. I thought it was. I didn't have any good cartoon bubbles this week. All right, okay. (laughs) I didn't have any good ones this week. You got jet lag still. You're you're good. Yeah, yeah. I Uh, do. I didn't sleep for shit down there, man. uh, It's tough in Florida. It's one of them fancy motels where they got the down feather pillows and need like six of them to keep your head propped up at the right level to sleep. Oh, yeah. It was bad. How many nights were you there? Four. Four, wow. yeah. That's like one night in a hotel, no problem. But when you start to do multiple, then it's like now it gets depressing. <laughs> and, and the worst was there was absolutely nothing within walking distance of this motel. Oh, man. Well, that's a bummer. Like, that's I mean, bummer. I could have walked to SeaWorld was like, you know, <laughs> there. But I wasn't going to SeaWorld. Right. Nothing I wanted to see in SeaWorld or spend $80 to watch a whale jump through a hoop. Right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I can film myself in the swimming pool if I want to see that. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, burn. Uh, oh. It was great when you burn yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, Cowboy, yeah, man, fun. I was really looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Dang. Me too. I was really looking forward to getting out there. Like, I love getting out to the Midwest and stuff. But Yeah. Oh, well. We'll do it. I don't know. I'd like to make Bay City this year, but if I can, the one I want to make that's not an American Hill Climb is Washington Nitro Nationals. Yeah, let's go, oh, yeah. Cowboy. That That'd is be the awesome. one that I want to look and see and just yeah. see what the plane tickets are going to be and get out there. Right. And... Heck yeah. Yeah, I'd really like to get to that again for sure. 
and you know, uh, that'd be awesome. And the Nitro Nationals, those both are just amazing. Yeah, I, amazing I would like places, to get to Columbus but... too, but I think funds are going to be if I can make it like one Naha race this year. So, right. Yeah. But either way, I'll see you June fourth, round That's one right. at White Rose. Right. I'll Looking be there. Forward to that. Yeah, I did. I did see that. Um, not or not Naha, but the they did announce their date for yeah. Washington. Yep. Tickets are was, available for Washington. Yep. I was going to look it up. It's May uh, 6th and 7th is the Washington Nitro Nationals. And I don't know. I, I, I've heard some things or whatever, and I don't, we should, we won't talk about them, but there hasn't been the really? full schedule for Naha released yet yeah. and i think we'll it's still get, on the works i think they got we'll they're carrie working on some things yeah figure out that full schedule we need to talk to carrie besides that but it'd be cool like if they do come out with that schedule we need to carry on we i, I, I just yeah. want to talk to him about him ripping them freaking hills that looked amazing but uh yeah okay yeah. Fun, we should get carry on but it'd be fun to hear uh the schedule for them and um talk about washington and um man just Let's just talk to Carrie, if nothing else. It'd be super fun to get yeah. him on in the next few weeks. And I'd be willing to bet that we're – I mean, usually it's about the end of January that they come out with their schedule, and we're, we're there now. And um, so I would imagine we'll hear pretty soon what's going on with their schedule. But yeah. uh, we know there's that one, so that, that's cool. Yeah. And that, that might be my first one of the year now. The, the way it Adam sounds, I don't think I'm going to be going to Carnegie. I was Doesn't wondering if I was like going to be going. Yeah, but he was saying, man, he thought April would even be tough. So, um, yeah, Washington with, might be my first race. Talking about Carnegie, too, uh, we've seen uh, Matt's going to be dropping some news. Elevated Action Sports dropped that little coming soon post the other day. So, yeah. looking forward to seeing what that's all about. Yeah. Right. I haven't heard anything on that. I haven't got any no. scoop on, on what's going on there. But I, I haven't um, heard much either. Uh Maybe some inside stuff that's not true. I don't know, but right. Um, I'm just gonna wait to hear what what the announcement is before I say anything. Right. Yeah, because yeah. who knows? We, we don't yeah, have the full but... scoop, so we gotta wait till it's out there and official. Yep. Yeah. But... Yep. Yep. Uh, and privately, the other thing that got announced and that from our sponsor that a little teaser video, what they're gonna oh yeah Tona man. Buell and, Buell and uh, Roland Sands design yeah. coming wow. together. Wow. Dang, that's dude. Cool. What a combination. That's going to be a piece of art. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. I don't know what no that doubt. relationship is and what it's all about, but uh, I can't wait to hear the full story on that and see what they're doing because yeah, Roland is a huge staple in motorcycle building yeah. and stuff, and those two together could really do some great things. So that's yes. that's that's exciting. For sure. Very I got exciting. really excited when I seen that. Yeah. Well, knowing right, Roland yeah. Sands, I'm hoping for a street tracker is what I'm hoping for. I mean, what else would you yeah, expect? I from mean, that? that's Roland Sands' wheel horse right there is Hooligan yeah. bike. So yep. that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. That thing he so, built for Travis a few years back, that four cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the water hell? buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That thing was badass. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently unrideable. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were unrideable on the street back in the day. So, did you guys ever see uh, Roland debuting? Uh, what was it? What was he debuting in the Buffalo Chip? 
<laughs> one year and he rolled it off the stage on no. accident. Oh, oh no. no one's seen that in front of no. a huge crowd. No. He dumped it off the stage. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I don't oh, know what yikes. the deal is, but it looks like someone forgot to pump the brakes before they rolled it out. Uh, oh, and no. uh, he rolled it right off the stage into the crowd. Oh, <laughs> Unfortunate, yeah, but sucks. still. Sorry to no, blow you man. up like that, Roland, but that shit was no, funny. <laughs> it don't matter. I, I've seen some of the cool stuff he built in person out in Vegas at the Super Prestigio when they were there for the aft race and they had the hooligan class and that's back when it was early on and these guys are out on indian scouts sure just stripped down like and it was just crazy watching them guys go around on them basically a street bike i mean yeah okay so crazy. i i hadn't looked that up but i just looked up the rolling sands the water buffalo for travis uh-huh. pastrana son of a bee yeah like wow yeah. that's wicked that is wicked that is so cool man yeah yeah that looks like it'd be a little difficult to ride yeah i think maybe it was in a purpose race frame it might have been better but being in a stock frame from the 70s right (laughs) yeah it looks like the rear tire is about two and a half inches from the back of the case i mean there's not a lot of frame there it's pretty compact so yeah Oh wow. That's a lot of a lot of machine to handle on a short track like that. Yeah. Right. Man. Uh, wow. I wouldn't even want to break that back wheel loose to slide. I just I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. That is all sorts of sketchy. That is. I don't even think that bike could tip over with how wide it is. And how, <laughs> just... how short it is. <laughs> no. I love that it's I, called I don't the think water so. buffalo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, what and... they called it. I got some ideas. We got a spitball for the launch for the cards too. For the okay against the grain design. Next week we'll announce, and uh, when we get done here post production, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's do it. Speaking of that, we're at about two and a half hours. Colby, you want to? If no one else has anything to say or any more topics to hit, let's. Get these sponsors and these discount codes. and Yeah, like Joel said, I'll think of something after we end the show. But as of now, I think I'm good. Yeah, I um, think I'm good. We've hit everything that we can hit. So I'll just uh, back it up a minute and just thank Adam Shelton one more time for coming on. Yeah, he'll climb top on yeah. Instagram. Oh, man. Adam. Yeah. Such a huge role model in our sport and helping out a lot of dudes get through oh, for yes. sure. the motion so super yeah. cool to have him on and get his take on the whole deal and i know from talking to him in person after meeting him this last summer he's got a lot of really great ideas for the sport and they need to be yes. heard from somebody yes. i know he's talking so he is definitely a very knowledgeable person to talk to about hill climbing but anyways Beal motorcycles Title sponsor for 2023. We can't thank those guys enough for helping out the show. It's super huge for us to have that name attached to our name, and it's super sick having fuel motorcycles on board. JS5 Extensions, Lace Belt Company, lacebelt.com. Use discount code NITRO15 for everything, for 15% off everything at lacebelt.com. Mueller Motorsports, Rudded Racing, Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes, Team Peterson Racing, Black Diamond MX, and Drink Hydropower. Thank all you guys for coming on for 2023. We can't thank you guys enough. 
you're super helpful and we appreciate all the support we get from these companies and like brandon said uh support the companies that support our sport and yes. there's no greater indication of who's supporting us it's this is the lineup right here these are the guys supporting hill climb in the biggest way right now and uh yeah go support them most definitely use right. our discount codes yeah and thank you yeah all right that it that's that it that. i'm cashed you're cashed all right yep. boys till next week peace out peace not even a whole shot <laughs> you would have that Send that in a text message, and I can yep. come through the screen and straight. Man. <laughs> <laughs>